0: Welcome back to the Akatak Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Shark Kidneys, Jay. as us is my co-host, Moose Diving for Vegetation, Z. How are you doing today, Z? Oh, I'm doing all right. But how's the theme
1: know? of that one? Um, Things that orca whales eat?
0: Ah, it is. It's very good. <laughs> Look at that. I think I've definitely told you the moose thing before. It's a, no, a fun fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Sure, it's a fact. You don't know, like orcas? They're, they're the horrible monsters that they That's why are. I don't like them very much. Yeah. I was talking about my co cowork- See, I had an unhinged conversation with my coworker this week, like the ones we often have, um, but with of course. A, you know, a real person in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I showed him that picture that I, sh- I sent to you about, um, like if you have to fight one of these for whatever, you survive for like 10 minutes and you get a, a million dollars or whatever. And it was a tiger, mm-hmm. a polar bear. No, I think it was a tiger, or a grizzly bear, an alligator, or a hippo. And And the crux of it was that someone said, I don't know, maybe the hippo. And someone was like, "You're a fool. You're an absolute." The hippo is the worst one on the list, and the hippo was oh, absolutely on the list. The, uh, the hippo is maybe the most fearsome of all God's creatures, and uh,
0: most deadly.
1: Yeah, orca whales are bad too, though. I mean, in the water, I wouldn't tussle with an orca whale. I mean, anything marine like that, you're dealing with like megafauna. Because what the fuck am I supposed to do against a big ass whale of a thing? Yeah, Nothing stopping the thing from growing. Like they're just gigantic. I mean, hippos are huge too, though.
0: Yeah, they're, and they're like and they only eat plants, so they get so big. Yeah,
1: yeah, big animals. They're spooky.
0: Yeah, they're so big, and they're so they like they're like factored in to like um the nutrients in rivers in Africa because they're so big and they eat so much and they like spend a lot of time in the water that they're like a calculable factor
1: for like how much nutrients is in the water this time. Wild, but yeah, yeah. hippos, terrible. horrible, I awful. I don't creatures. know why it made me think of that, but they're on the same vein. I I told him the thing that you told me about grizzly bears decapitating moose, and he didn't believe me, so well He'll learn. <laughs> One day so I learned. Maybe that's the connective tissue I was going for there. Is that grizzly bears also eat moose? Like, oh yeah,
0: orcas—they got that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they can finally team up. They're not so different.
1: <laughs> Incredible. All right, Jack. All right. You want to talk about Star, Wars Jack? Jack, let's talk about Star Wars? Wars, Jack? Jack, let's talk about Star Wars. Jack, Jack, let's talk about Star. I've been dying to talk about Star Wars the whole week. Well, I'm, let's hear it. Let's talk about the better Star Wars thing that came out this week, Jack. Oh the, be- oh, okay, oh, the better. Okay, Controversial? Oh, maybe. Oh, what could it oh, be? Maybe. What does he mean? What could it be? What is it? Is it, is it, is it? Uh, The Mandalorian? It wasn't. Although The Mandalorian better this week than it's been. But I'm just I'm going out there, Jack. I'm saying once again, I think The Bad Batch, the superior Star Wars thing. Now it's not. It's not strictly fair because The Bad Batch is a finale this week, right? Which is, you know, it's got a little more meat to it. But still, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it, Jack. I don't care who hears it.
0: Yeah, you know what? I'd have to agree. I uh I think Bad Batch was better. Not to say that Mandalorian was bad, uh-huh, uh-huh. but some things maybe go. Now why'd that, why did you do that,
1: John Favreau? Why did you do that? you doing Jon Favreau. But we'll get to that. So, the Bad Batch though. Um, we got our two-part finale this week, The Summit and some other shit. The Summit part <laughs> two and uh Let's go. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a nice nice solid finale, I would say. Better than solid. Good. Good Star Wars television not a filler not a filler never been a filler though Ooh, maybe things actually happen i think arguably bad batch less filler than maybe the, even the clone wars but that's not that's not a discussion everyone's ready to have <laughs> no they're not i'm not even ready to have that <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of people who don't remember they only remember the bad batch, or the clone wars from when they were like 12 and they don't realize yeah. lots of filler in there okay go back go watch the whole clone wars again right now i dare you you'll be like huh there's some filler in here <laughs> yeah there's a lot of filler in here huh? weird um it's a jar jar mace windu plot another jar jar episode you say now listen i don't even dislike jar jar that much we talked about this last week all right we did leave him alone but yeah those aren't always the most pro like relevant you know super impactful episodes in the whole grand scheme of things so So. but whatever so it's the summit in plan 99 that's what we got so picking up from last week our boys are like we got to go save uh crosshair basically which is exactly what we call jack and i came into something I'm like i'm so smart we knew exactly what was going to happen oh but yeah then the rest of the episode kind of diverts that i would say um oh, definitely things do not go the way that we think they will all, which is cool they did the same thing last w- uh, season i feel like where the bad batch mm-hmm. actually does a decent job of like you know surprising you a little because last season it's we were like, expectations yeah 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 because last season we were like, oh, they're going to do a clone uprising on Camino, and then in the finale, Camino's just destroyed. <laughs> we're like, oh, <laughs>
0: oh, they just killed
1: everyone on Camino. <laughs> it's kind of like this because we're like, we're, they're going to go get Crosshair, but the plan is to go get. Uh, they they need to. They don't even know where he is, right? They don't know about Montanis, which makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. How would they? Yeah. Actually, it's all secrety. Very secrety. So they're like, we got to go find Hemlock, who's on. He's at this meeting. He's at this summit. You might call it, which is fun. They're having a summit on a summit. Isn't that nice? Bit of word to play.
0: Okay, very fun, very double because entendre.
1: Because the summits on the top of do you get it? Do you understand? it's on top of a bit a mountain, of word Jack. Play. bit of pun. Jack, this, do you understand I, I feel like you don't get it. Jack. Do you get it? Jack, they're having a meeting and the meeting's on top of the mountain. summit on a summit, Jack. Summit on a summit. Do you what get are, it? Oh, I love this great word play. Okay. So it's a meeting with a bunch of Imperials, and then like we'll get Hemlock here and we'll and we'll uh, track him back to wherever he's going. And that's the plan. So this is cool. We got Tarkin again. I still never get over how old he looks. He looks old all because, the time, and every time we see him, well, because it's like 20 years before he gets real old. So how's he already so old?
0: Depends. Maybe he's oh, maybe he was trapped as it was cursed to be eternally old by the emperor or something.
1: Um, but before we have that, um, as they're leaving, the pirate girl, whose name I still can't remember, but her and Tech have a bit of like a you know a long farewell, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, hey, Tech, you know, don't whatever. See you around, kind of thing. Good luck. And he's like, "Okay, I'm weird. I don't understand what you're trying to tell me, but I'm so stupid." Uh, I like when she's like, "Well, don't go running off with any pirates or smugglers while you're gone." And he's like, "Uh, "This mission should not involve either of those things. There's zero (laughs) danger of that." It's like, (laughs) "Good on you, tech. What a guy. He's just like me for real." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, well, Jack, how about that? Good for tech. You You know, I trope um yeah doesn't really reflect anything does it when you have no. a character be like hey see you around Dude,
0: don't one have last run. anything
1: bad happen to you on this next thing you're about to go do so i mean uh, well, let's just say spoiler for the bad batch finale here well this is when you knew isn't it jang i don't yep. know about you but i let it was like ah they've killed him <laughs> you've literally <laughs> I mean, killed him
0: <laughs> i didn't do i was like huh, that's interesting i didn't think about it and then when it happened i was like oh yeah no they did i should have seen that come not, sooner. right away i was like
1: Jesus, you've killed him. (laughs) Why would you say that to him? You can't (laughs) say goodbye like that. What are you doing? The dead man walking. Maybe Maybe he'll be all right. But I was like, it's this, it's the thing that happens in everything ever. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't say goodbye to him. (laughs) (sighs) Don't, don't you know? Imply or like allude to a a potential future together. (laughs) Oh, don't anything but that. Anything but that. Uh, So they're off. I liked seeing. There's. some of the tk troopers in this with like red markings that's Mm -hmm. fun i always love getting new armors in star wars we get there the meeting also at the meeting is uh orson krennic which is cool oh yes interesting little thing um we're very very early days of the death star production here at this time point in the timeline but still cool to see him fun little reference people were a lot of people were hanging out for him to show up in andor um which he obviously didn't in season one but this is fun for him as well
0: i feel like he might in season two i feels like yeah, it may as Might well be more because they isn't is it the end of the finale they show the death star being built
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so he would have a hand in that obviously mm-hmm. so we sneak on in there's some fun like action stuff with this i think doing a little bit of grapply and whatnot uh, oh yeah uh, they have to
0: get on a cart and record doesn't want to look down they're like oh god looking down uh that was good i like that um they do an interesting bit when they get in they separate like echo and tech and hunter go up to you know See what ship is um, Hemlock's because they all look the fucking same. Because the Emperor, Empire, and then Wrecker and Omega stay down to you know check it. And when they're up there, they realize somebody's somebody else is here doing something that isn't us. Like something's wrong, but we're not doing it. So what's happening? Um, they get the thing on. They go to investigate, and it turns out that somebody is also there, also infiltrating the base and sabotaging it. But who could it That's be? Right.
1: Old friend, Tauguer. Yeah, Can't get rid it's of it. Truly. Too. Truly, the Wong of the Star Wars it's, universe.
0: I, I very much so. They can't go one property without having him in. I I'm, I won't be surprised if his ghost is in Ahsoka. <laughs> his ghost, yeah. His, his Force ghost. It's like I don't know why I'm here. I I died a couple movies ago. Don't you remember? And and I was never a Jedi. I don't I don't know what any of this is. <laughs> Lies,
1: <laughs> deception, <Emily Trey. laughs> So good um i actually really liked him in this i think this was like a, a really good like microcosm usage like if that even makes sense i don't know if that's the right word but what i'm saying is like i feel like in terms of just one appearance right It's very brief all things considered but yeah. it, like really he's doing all the soccer things is what i'm saying right? yeah, he hits all the beats, everything you want they use him very well they effectively they use them Yeah, he hits all of the Sagrera beats, which is he's there to do a a bit of a terrorist. (laughs) It's not really a terrorist attack; it's it's a valid military target. But he's there to do a bit of a of a you know asymmetrical warfare, right? A bit of a bombing. We do we do some bombing. Um, but it also, which is good. I mean, and this is like one of the better versions of that because it's like, oh, Sagrera is here to bomb a bunch of Imperials. I mean, that's kind of what we're into. Yeah, it also also shows Sagarera's like his fatal flaws as a as an insurgent here, um, I think that the primary two being like, he, he, he struggles with the big picture, right? Mm-hmm. And he struggles with cooperation. Oh <laughs> um, yes. Both of which we see in Andor, right? In his appearances. Mm-hmm. But in this in particular, it's, um, you know, we see it because he actually does something. Like he doesn't really do anything in Andor, really. Yeah. His appearances, kinda... But this one, he's, yeah, he's actually like, he's here and he's getting, he's doing a thing. And, uh, I, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. Like, on the one hand, right, Sagarera's like, doing the right thing here. Or he's, he's got a good idea, right? Like, bombs and yeah. Imperials. But then I also thought it was interesting the way that the Batch um, kind of challenged his views, which is like, it's the Empire. They'll always have more people. The only thing that you're costing them is time, time. Maybe, mm. if that. Like, it, meanwhile, if you, like, laid low, if you if you went about more intelligently, you could learn things of value. And he's like, Nah, <laughs> nah, I kind of want to kill these. I mean, i already set up the bombs. Like, I can't. I want to kill these guys because I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm really mad at like, I mean, hey, that's his whole thing. Like, you got, you, whatever. That's Sagara's jam. But even when it starts to go wrong, he's like, well, this, my plan's not even going to work like I wanted it to, but we're going to go through it with it anyways because fuck those guys. And again, that's like the cooperation aspect of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Andor, when he's like, oh, fucking, I don't give Krieger. a shit about Krieger. Um, it's kind of that of, like, uh, it, or when he's like, I'm the only one who knows. Everyone else, they're lost. I'm the only one who knows what, like, actually how this all works. It's that kind of thing, where they're like, maybe uh, we could do this, be a little smarter. And he's like, nah, you guys suck. Yeah, you guys are stupid everyone. and dumb, and I hate you. I told you back on Anderon. I'm killing everyone. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> so, great. Um, so good. Love- he's, so, he's so good. Saga is a great character. Love him. This is very early days, Sagaree as well, so he's not crazy, which is oh, nice. He's so not like serious. a robot man, and he's not yeah, he's not half man, half machine. So he's he's doing all right. Uh, but again, I think it is an interesting because, again, he's also kind of right though, and that's what's interesting. Um, because these aren't just any Imperials that can be easily replaced either, right? Because if he had gotten Tarkin and he got Krennic, that might have actually done like serious damage to the future of the Empire. Yeah, I was
0: thinking that, too, because, like, this kind of happened in Empire Strikes Back, where Darth Vader keeps killing all these people, all these high-level people, so they're unexpected people keep getting pushed up, quit more faster than they should. Oh, yeah. So, especially... In the
1: Empire, lots of of failing upwards in the Empire. (laughs) Yeah, and especially, like you said, I was thinking, these guys, like,
0: they're so important that killing them actually does put them on the back foot uh, more than the Batch thing. The Batch does have the right idea where it's like, well, there's just mm-hmm. more, man. They won't crumble with this. but exactly. like They'll definitely be delayed
1: way more than they would be. So they... Obviously- the, the Death Star in particular is like, you know, Krennic's pet project. Mm. Like, he's the driving force behind it for years. They, they go into this with, like, the Catalyst book and stuff. If he dies, it really might just have never gotten off the ground. Especially this early on. Again, there's no momentum behind it. They've just barely started, if at all. Yeah so that's interesting again I think which is what's cool is like they're both kind of right and they're both wrong which is always good when you have like those kind of nuanced mm. things going on in your universe Um, yeah I don't know it's just Suggler is so fascinating like this because he, again he's got his heart's in the right place and the wrong place right I mean obviously mm-hmm. he wants to take down the Empire which is valid and good but he doesn't want to do it necessarily for the best of reasons all the time he a lot of it really does just come from like he's mad yeah, he's mad wanna- at the world wants to be violent and destructive and so yeah sometimes he doesn't see the big picture and think things all the way through like he should but again sometimes he gets right anyways like one of the best examples of this is in there's the leia princess of alderaan book right mm-hmm. and in that um captain panaka who is he's padme's captain of security in episode one you remember right. this guy so by the time that leia is like a young teenager he's he's the i think he's either the governor or the moth of um nebu right of, of the nebu sector Right. and he's pretty good like as far as imperials go he's obviously like you know he's an established character as being like a good guy so he's not so bad he's got principles he's got morals he's got like integrity like he's not cruel he's not fucking mustache twirling like other imperials he was obviously still imperial he's part of the whole thing right so right you know it's up to you to decide how valid he actually is but overall could be worse um but during the course of the book, he he discerns that Leia is Padme's daughter, mm. and intends to make that known to whoever. Which obviously would have been bad, <laughs> very bad. But he stopped before he's able to do so. He's assassinated by Sargeras' partisans, right? And it's an interesting thing because it's like, on the one hand, they killed like one of the only decent Imperials, right? One mm. of the only actual decent men who who was part of that whole thing now how much value that's worth i guess is questionable anyways but still it's like this guy was less deserving of it maybe than others right but at the same time he inadvertently maybe saved the whole galaxy because who knows what could have gone bad if the emperor had gotten his hands on leia oh yeah and it's just stuff like that that's so interesting about saga Rare throughout the the different media It's just like yeah he's he really is on some level like a necessary part of it all right yeah. Even just in the sense that there's not one thing you can point to where Sagarero like really made a big impact in the war effort, as much as it is with like the people, because it's like, okay, without Sagarero, you don't get so and without Jin Urso, it all doesn't work all right part. Mm-hmm. again. Without this event, Leia might have been this or that. So it's like it's all these weird little things. It's just like, yeah. The other rebels would have done like, well, we don't need to kill Panaka. He's like he's a decent guy, so he shouldn't be a priority. But Sagarero's just like, I'll kill them all. and he gets the guy that you need to get so
0: he's kind of like kind of falls upward like the empire like he does something and he's like well inadvertently he does the right thing but Mm -hmm. for the wrong reason because he doesn't he didn't he wasn't thinking about that reason he was like well I gotta kill this guy because he's the enemy he's the blanket enemy
1: that I don't like which is cool He's just he really is an interesting like nuanced character and again his biggest flaw ultimately though is that he doesn't he's not a team player (laughs) it's shown here like Him and the Bad Batch working together could probably get some stuff done, but he's so quick to just be like, "Fuck you guys!" You guys (laughs) not about clones. I'm I'm head out. I don't give a shit what happens to you. And it's like that's ultimately why the Alliance wins. It's not even necessarily because they keep the high ground. Like that's not their biggest point of contention with Saw. Whatever, like Mon Mothma says, their big point of contention with Saw is that (laughs) the work they work with other people. They are an alliance. Where Saw just was never interested in that on any level. So you want to be great usage of him. Hmm. Um, Circle back to the, the right. Yeah, they're not able to to carry out their plan to the full extent here.
0: No, no, not at all. Uh, so the he obviously bombs it. So the tracker is destroyed, and the bad batch are kind of forced to escape, like under duress. Like they're kind of onto them. They're chasing them on like the sky carts. Uh, they do like an airstrike. Uh, and Tech is trying to get the at one point it loses power, so they're kind of stranded. So Tech has to restart the power to get them to move to get back to the Marauder. While he's doing that, an uh, airstrike comes in of X wing, Y wings, A wings, B wings, B B-w- wings, fuck, I almost v. got it. V wings, of a uh, V wings, and shoots this and like kind of there's the it's two parts of the sky rail uh, the Bad Batch are on, and it destroys them that Tech is on, and he almost, and he's falling. And it's like it's hanging on by like one piece of like rebar or metal. And it's the weights all shift. If you shift the weight too much, it'll fall. It takes trying to bomb himself back up. Uh, and then the last moment, as we've mentioned before, he says plan 99. Okay. So then he shoots the thing holding together and he tumble like careens to his death with the rest yeah. of the ship, And the, the shit it writes itself because the weight's been balanced. And then they speed off and uh, the rest of the batch escape without yeah. heavily injured
1: but escape it's wild man oh yeah i mean like i said when i saw that scene i was like are they gonna kill tech and then they did but still i was like ah, i can't believe they actually killed him yeah i mean i was I surprised mean, putting aside like oh is he really dead kind of thing um i i feel like he is
0: yeah i would i would say it's and a good chance
1: see it's star wars and like a fall is a relatively ambiguous way to go out
0: mm. and the so broken goggles know. which is just like a part of him that's easily identifiable do you
1: think that i don't I feel like that helped, though. For me, I was kind of like, I don't know, that seems pretty legit for him to be like the only thing we could recover. But obviously, he could just be lying. So,
0: yeah. And only thing they could recover would be the only thing they could find of him. He could have Uh escaped or been moved or something.
1: Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I I would like to imagine. Well, not that I would like to imagine, but I mean, I feel like it makes, you know, it gives it more weight and all that. Yeah, I I kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it was definitely
1: had. Had some weight. I I love the whole his line, right? Where Mm. Wrecker's like, "No, don't do it," or whatever, and he's like, "Well, we've never been any good at following orders." And then he just takes a shot. I was like, "That's pretty badass, Tech. Tell you what, Jack. I mean, I love Tech. Um, as anyone who's ever listened to the show would obviously know, he's our favorite, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Never said anything else. Don't even don't even go back and check because don't even
0: think about it.
1: We obviously love Tech the most. He's our very favorite of the Bad Batch. Always has been. I love him like a boy he's a special boy we always but no unironically in the in the last season in particular i've really loved his usage um and they that's they've said that's intentional is that they felt like some of the batches underutilized last season and they kind of wanted to make up with that so like hunter for example this season got a little bit less i think play um and tech got a little more for example and i think it's great i think it, I think it went really well okay. love tech super funny he had some of the funniest lines mostly unintentionally because he's a he's a socially weird kind of guy but yeah that's right. how people work but you know he, he's all right but at the same time he has some of the best emotional impacts to season two with that talk with omega where he's like hey man you know they go our own way we, we, we go our own ways but we're still family you know and it's tough but figure it out you know you know when that one where he's like echo's got his go goes on way and crosshair's got a goes on way but you know we're all family still it'll be all right yeah sure when well, was those like a oh. nazi sure but like hey everyone's got you know every family's got one
0: everyone's got one
1: if you don't know it if you yeah i, I don't know i loved it i, I thought he was super cool i mean i like the tech is mostly like the goofy nerd guy but this also shows like well he's he's still you know the bad batch. he's still a badass himself too yeah he's like, like thought a, thought a shot, shot. special ops soldier yeah. so when he just took that like real quick shot and just nailed it i was like oh that's sick oh yeah that's sick that's super cool I um
0: Hunter's got a cool shot in this one too. Speaking of a cool shot, where he shoots the V wing and it explodes yeah. and hits the other V wing, I was like, "Damn, forgot." The, I like I forgot they're like very highly trained.
1: They're so good. They're like they're the best. Like the
0: best. And the best at I mean, it. he
1: shot it. Yeah, that's sick. He shot it. He shot it out of the sky. Yeah, he shot two out of the sky. Got uh, two for. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, do you have a problem with them killing tech in this way? Uh, no, not like I feel no. like it was earned. I feel yeah. like it was properly weighted i mean i'll tell you what it's like one of the more sad i feel like i've been at a character death in anything in a good while i was like there's good weight to it i feel like but i feel like it's worthy i feel like it makes Mm -hmm. sense i don't think it was just like they're killing someone to kill them either Um, right you know we'll get to this into the as we get into the next episode here but you know it's the season two finale i think it's fair to say i I, i'm really inclined to think now that this is probably gonna be a three season show Mm -hmm. and in that sense right you know one two three seasons going off a a three-part structure here this is you know the uh ubiquitous empire strikes back moment isn't it yeah all is lost it's all is lost so it kind of makes sense to that we leave on a relatively low note here with tech and also again the other stuff but Mm -hmm. i saw a very funny tweet i'd like to i i don't know if it's ironic or not but i just i had to say uh share it when i saw it jack so this person says the finale has me gutted and bewildered. So why continue watching all character development was put to one character and it was just erased? Why continue watching an ineffective characters with the tired go save a mega plot? Star Wars has always had hope. This was devoid of it. So I basically I don't agree with this very much. Um, right. First of all, the idea that a character dying erases character development. I don't like. Um, it's kind of a shallow way of looking at it. Yeah, I agree. I, I understand sometimes i feel like that's a more valid criticism than others depending mm. on the exact circumstances of whatever it is sometimes it can be like wait what was the point like if you if you build up a thing a plot or a character or whatever in a certain way and then it's abandoned that can that can feel bad and cheap but in mm. general i don't i don't feel like that's what this was no i don't really. know they, they use the character and they kill them i mean people die in star wars right like it happens characters die with good or you know, great development, and then they die eventually because it's the way she goes. It's war, man. Yeah. That's how that's how it shakes out. I saw people being like, "Well, I'm a Raylow. Guess how I? F- how do you think I feel when they killed Ben Solo?" Which, to be fair, that's one I, I like less. But mm. again, like it's it's. It, I feel like Jay. If you allow me, i am make a soapbox for a bit here. I so okay. that's not yeah. what we do the whole time. But <laughs> I feel like it's a trend of like people wanting they're less cool with media like challenging them yeah i feel like just in general this idea that like we don't want and it, it extends to a lot of stuff where we have people who are like less willing to have characters be like villains be bad like it's all this weird stuff that you see nowadays where people are like why why would you do that or like why don't you think this villain's a bit too much like do you did you see the tiktok that went around with the the last of us uh no where the person the person was like upset that in episode seven or eight eight episode eight that um that david said cunt Oh. And it was like, they're like, why would they, why would they make them say, don't you think that's excessive? This is a, you know, what was the last time you ever even heard that used in a TV show? Don't you think it's a bit much? And everyone's like, dude, you talk about the murderer, cannibal, rapist, cult leader guy. Like you were worried that he said he dropped a C-bomb. Like, yeah, that's like, I don't know. It's just, yeah, he's a bad guy. Like this is an adult show. I don't even know. Like and it, stuff like that. There's, there's been lots of discourse. I don't know if you've seen this, but just in general about film of like. Our movies getting weird and like Puritan and like weirdly sex, sexless lately, mm-hmm. which I am like, ah, oh, there's something to that. I feel like
0: yeah, it's just know. all
1: the same kind of thing, which is like, it feels like we're moving towards this very sanitized general, like blandness across all things that, that some people want, which is just like, it doesn't challenge you. Media like, isn't like weird or like upsetting. upsetting, which is kind of what it should be. Yeah. I it feel should, like
0: should make you think in some ways, like sometimes yeah. like, oh, there's, I guess, it's, sometimes a, weird, a movie is weird to be weird, and sometimes it's like off-putting. But sometimes mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. fine because it stays with you. Yeah. You go like, even if you don't, it's like, why would you do that? But like the villain thing, I really hate. For like, like, you know, what I'm talking
1: about, right? Like, oh, oh you've seen absolutely. This?
0: I've seen it all the time. Where it'd be like a thing. Well, I don't remember what what it was called, but there was something that took place in hell. Like the the setting was the Christian hell, fire, whatever sinners. And like one of the one of like the characters was like homophobic to the main character, and people were like, "Why?" Wow, oh, I remember homophobic. This, yeah. And uh, some video I watched some guys talking. About it. He goes, "Guys, they're in hell. This what, is a villain. You, yeah, a hell, person literally in hell." Like, yeah, I don't do you, get it. Of that- course, they're gonna be that. that. That's the whole fucking point. Like,
1: what do you think a villain is? This, and this, we've talked about this before. In in the the idea that depiction is not the same as endorsement. Putting a oh, character uh, in a thing doesn't mean that the the writers or the creators involved with the thing agree implicitly with everything the character does and says. It's exactly. insane. Like, well, Especially if they're the
0: villain. The whole point of the villain yeah. is that they're wrong.
1: And some people seem to actually have that mindset with some of this. And I just don't yeah. I don't understand that.
0: I think it gets into like the well, they were actually right actually, maybe the villain was right and the heroes were wrong. And See, those like,
1: people are wrong, too, though. Obviously. Oh, they're
0: yeah. always... That's, I think the, it's 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 that taken way too far. Yeah. It's like, that's not every problem, villain... The whole, They're the villain, like, especially yeah. in, Sometimes like, like Star you know, Wars. You know. It's like, guys, come on. We say it all the time. See, like, yeah. Come on, fellas. They're literally called stormtroopers. Come on, guys. What are we yeah. doing?
1: Yeah. Like, Isn't they literally right, call the
0: clones that, property. Man. Like, they say it but in this yeah. episode.
1: <laughs> there's people who actually think that yeah, most media is going for that. That most stories are actually trying to get you to sympathize with the villains, and it's like, no, not necessarily. That's yeah. not what that means. Yeah, but,
0: especially like, like you mentioned, Ben so Not to get too long on this, but people are like, oh, he died a hero of his character development. It's like, well, hold on, he was also a villain. Like he he has to pay for his crimes in some way. Like that's kind of sometimes when a when a villain is redeemed and they die, that's because
1: they did all the bad things. Like uh-huh. that's kind of the point. Again, sometimes. I'm not even saying I would go for that with that one yeah. in particular. I got, I got plenty of thoughts about that in, in specific, but yeah, just in general. Well, and I, I, yeah, I really dislike the idea that your character development is meaningless if your character dies. I hate Mm -hmm. that actually. Um, yeah, like, I mean, not to get like too, but like, is that not, does that apply to real life? Like if you become a better person over your life, but then you die, that didn't matter. Of course it mattered. Like, I don't know. That's all that matters. Everyone dies. Right. To, to, uh, paraphrase from stormlight. Right. Everyone dies. We all end up in the same place. The stuff you do along the way is the only thing that matters. Because mm-hmm. if you say that when you die it didn't mean anything, then what's the point of anything? Because again, why everyone die? dies. So either life is important because it's because you do it, or it's not important. In which case, I guess yeah, why are we why the fuck do anything? So yeah. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And the idea that it's hopeless, I don't agree with at all. Right? It's sad. Again, it's sad that Tech dies. You don't. Of course, you wouldn't want your characters to die. But hopeless is not the right word for that, right? Yeah. If anything, that that's like the opposite. I don't understand this that 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 idea because to paraphrase, and paraphr- I'll just to quote an actual Star Wars thing, right? Hope is like the sun. If you don't, if you only believe in it when you see it, then you'll never make it through the night, right? Hope is only worth anything when things are bad. You don't need hope when things are going well. Like that's that's not what Star Wars is about. It's never what it's been about. Mm-hmm. Start the entire the entirety of stars is like a series of setbacks that people have to think you know will get better right it's almost exclusively just bad shit one after another and then a good for a little while and then it gets bad again and that's when you need that's when you need hope like again that's that's the only time it means anything right absolutely so to say that this is devoid of hope because things go bad yeah it's a low point for our characters but the fact that they're going to keep going means that they still have hope like that there's They are fighting for something kind of thing. So I just, I don't get that at all. But about 50% of the reason that I saved it, one for the discourse check, but I also saved this tweet because I Mm -hmm. found it was so funny. That It's from, um, (laughs) the tweet is from tech aficionado at aficionado for tech. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, as much as I don't agree with this person's, uh, all their opinions here, I feel like I actually understand maybe where they're coming from a little, Jack. Just a little bit. I, I feel like maybe this person has some strong feelings about tech and they would be particularly affected by this choice. So, and you know, my heart goes out to him, Jack. Yeah. But
0: should have should picked a better, should have picked a character that wasn't, wasn't going to die.
1: I just <laughs> um, think it's, is that not a, the funniest shit?
0: Yeah. The I can't believe
1: it. Uh, Official <laughs> tech page. <laughs> the, the, the tech stand page is like, I cannot believe they killed tech. This is the worst decision anything's, <laughs> any any show has ever made ever. I'm never watching again. And you're like, oh, man, he feels very... Sh-. And then you go check, and you're like, ah, um, I see. Well, that's why. fair enough. Yeah. Good for him, though. Before um, we
0: um, go too far, one thing I thought was interesting about this episode, because we're kind of at the end of the first of the finale, of when they're, <laughs> we cut to the summit a couple times where Hemlock's talking about his plan and how he's like, I'm following up the Emperor's... The Emperor's personally telling me to do this. Um, and they talk about the clones... And the mm-hmm. one guy at the summit's like, well, what would you doing with the clones? I like the clones. They're very loyal and very good soldiers. Why are we getting rid of them? And then Tarkin's just like, fuck them. They're too much of individuals. I hate that. And I was like, man, that's so... As on the nose of Star Wars as ever, like, just <laughs> we don't like humans. They're nothing. Or how am I calling them property? And it's like, yeah, guys, they're evil. I Like, it Things that yeah. every time we ever oh, talk, we've yeah. been like... Uh, they're not fascists, and then it's just this this little scene of one thing of Star Wars, and then all of Andor, of course.
1: Yeah, total disregard for human life. Like, oh yeah, because yeah, they they take them of as like lesser or whatever, just tools. Yeah, Tarkin's just the worst man. No wonder he looks so old. You got you got you carry that much hate around with you. He really ages a person, I think.
0: Oh, that's probably why he, he probably looked like that for, since he was ten years old. <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, it's good stuff. That guy is a is a he's in Rogue One. That dude. The one guy who's actually like, hey, maybe not. So, you know, I mean, he's an Imperial again, obviously himself. but and he sticks around it, all the way to the end, so. I Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. But I guess he had one good
0: opinion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but these soldiers are so nice at killing. Why don't we just use the soldiers you already got?
1: Did you think, Jack, that this is what Plan 99 was? Because I feel like I kind of had that inkling since it was first referenced. That, they that were Plan like- 99 is one of them going down. Like, like a self-sacrifice type thing. Yeah, I would say so. Because when he's like, I'm doing... Play. I mean, obviously, with context and everything, especially when he's like, I'm doing Plane 99, I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute. But I think that's interesting that they're like, this is our plan. Like, that's their go-to kind of... I mean, not their go-to. Obviously, they never had to do it before, I guess. But just their Clone Force 99 and, and Plane 99 is the big one. of Like, yeah, one of us got to go down for the group because, yeah, cause again, they're like, a, they're our family, Jack. They're a team. And that's what you got to do sometimes. Click tech And again, Tech was like he did it fully willingly. Like mm-hmm. as far as Desco, he had a pretty dignified one, right? He went on his own terms, went on his own terms. That's all you can ask for in a world like this, like shit's going bad, but he didn't get like captured and tortured by the villains. He goes out on his own willingly for his family. And like, that's, you know, there's worse things. Oh yeah, absolutely. But again, big shout out to my boy. He's my favorite. Always was. Don't, don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> He's like a father to me, Jack,
0: a father to you. He was like a brother to me.
1: He's like, oh, okay. Well, shit. So it's brother, it's like, or father better.
0: It depends. Closer in some ways. He, he was more of like a close friend, like a confidant, but he
1: was more of like mm. a mentor to you, I guess. Mm. Well, actually, what well, actually, I'm going to revise this. Tech was like my lover. So <laughs> that's a <Tech> <laughs> closer. You know? <laughs> wow. Tech was
0: like a son to me actually. Fuck. I, raised, I Fuck. raised them and built You don't a, love
1: anything more than a kid. You, know, you don't love anything <clears throat> more than a child. Well, you got me. Again. <laughs> so the, they, they fix the thing, like you said, but now it's going too fast and it crashes into the place at unimaginable speed. So oh, yeah. that's rough. They do you know, another first person sequence, which is that cool.
0: I liked it from Omega's perspective because she's like, what the fuck is happening? And oh, they my God. get her back in the Marauder and they fly off and they go back to Sid's place. So like, and she's oh,
1: hurt. We need um the fucking droid. What's his name? AZ. Yep. So they're like, we need AZ, and he's obviously onward mental with Sid. So they get back there. She wakes up after a while. Classic, you know. Oh, what happened? Um, what do you remember? And he's like, "Yeah, no, Tex is dead, man. Like, he's actually dead for sure." Dead, so dead we think so. we're gonna retire. <laughs> how do you? How do you feel about that? And I guess, like, I guess I, I was kind of surprised she wasn't a little more um, resistant to be like, "Hot crosshair, my guy." Maybe <laughs> yeah, we get I to say but she was just like, "Fuck, maybe you're right." <laughs> Which yeah. I mean, it's, again, it's a low point for our home, our homies, our, our heroes here. They're they're in a rough spot. Dealing with loss, you know, grief. So I get it. Um, but so they're like, all right, we'll just head out. And Sid's like, man, sorry to hear about old goggles there. Um, you you want to get like real drunk right now? And he's like, I'm all right, probably. And she's like, how about you get real drunk though? How how do you find that? Actually, uh, you know, you guys should stick around for a minute, cause uh, oh, I called the Empire. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, fellas. You put a lot of heat on me, and uh, I had to make the best. So I sold you out. And they're like, he's like, God damn
1: it, Sid, you're the worst. I say worst. it again. Jack. For maybe the worst for maybe the final time, Jack. Fucking fuck Sid. Okay. Yeah. All my All right. homies hate Sid. Despise Sid. People after this week were like, I'm so mad about Saga. And I get that too. Um, a little bit, to be like, ah, oh, damn it, Saw, why'd you have to do that? Again, you're so short sighted. He, he didn't achieve anything. He fucking he killed a bunch of stormtroopers, I guess, and he got tech killed. Fuck you, Sagarrera. But I mean, he didn't do that intentionally at least, right? Whatever. No, no, no. But I do be mad about him. So people are taking it too far because of people are like, oh, now I'm going to be glad every time he dies in Rogue One. And I'm like, all right, chill. I mean, he's he he's largely on the good side. Let's not go crazy. People love taking oh, that shit too far. Sid. Sid. Mm-mm. 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 she just bad. She's just a gross, a gross lizard person. You know, I swear, Jack, at this point, it's like they, they do a bad, a bad job of, of producing any good Trandoshan characters. Yeah, There's the one Jedi in the High Republic, and he's all they got going for him because the rest yeah. of them are just mean. They're just meanies.
0: They're just mean, and they like, man, I love killing all these Wookies and eating them and taking their. Yeah, out.
1: don't don't eat, don't don't. That's a sentient being. Don't make him into a rug. That's crazy. Yeah. And You're they're on robot. different planets too. Like it's, man. they're they like they flew to another planet
0: through their space-age <laughs> technology, and we're like, and they're like another race of equally space-faring individuals, and then we're like, we're gonna eat them it's like what What are you talking about yeah it's not like they live on the same planet so it's like a weird evolution thing where they like hunt each other and now they're like sentient so it's like a weird like how do you no they just they just suck Mm -hmm. they're just the worst
1: yeah I did say I like someone on Twitter hold on I'll bring it up in a second perfect Uh, they said (laughs) it's one of those things where they like it's like a big collage of like Sid pictures and stuff and it's just like punk ass mf -er. (laughs) yeah Oh, it's from Mace Windu, actually. Of course, love him. He said, they had her look all sad at the end, like she didn't watch her treating them like absolute dog shit the last two seasons. Laugh my fucking ass off. <laughs> I don't want a redemption for her. She can enjoy that little $30 they gave her. And I'm going to say, it. <laughs> don't y'all dare give Saw more shit than Sid. Saw, at the very least, had a code. Unlike that snake, what kind of name is Scaleback? <laughs> <laughs> so, good ass. Good stuff. Good like stuff. Spit. Fuck Sid. Like, all my homies like, hates Sid. I heard everything that guy said. He spit. He always is. He's always correct. Classic, it's a common W for him, but yeah, not a fan of Sid. Um, not very cool, even at the end. When, yeah, she's all sad as he's like, Take your money and leave, get out of here. It's like, You didn't have to do that, you didn't have to, Sid. Yeah, you could Come just kept, kept them at your bar for a little bit. You suck. Um, but yeah, they're there. There's too many Imperials, it's a lot of heat. We're all, I mean, we're all wounded as is, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, they sneak Omega out because that's who they're here for, of course. And he's like, You'd never get Omega, but then Omega, obviously you know she she's trying to save her friends because that's what she's about she's not just gonna leave them No, of course not um even though i guess she should have well no i mean it works out all, yeah basically she she does get them all free right mm-hmm. uh they get record and they get what's his name hunter out but right, then now the commandos get they get uh omega and our boys are not able to move quickly enough to save her so they abscond with omega Scorch, Scorch himself, beloved character from 2005's Republic Commando video game. Oh yeah, I noticed that. I was like, ooh, that's one of the guys. What a shame. How the mighty have fallen. He's fallen to the whims of the Empire. Just throws her over his shoulder like a sack of grain, rolls out with her. I'm like, "God damn it, Scorch, why are you doing this? He was the funny one, too. He's like the comic relief character. He's like their wrecker, and now he's an evil agent of the Empire. You hate to see it.
0: That's how it goes. They
1: take the funny ones and drag them the lowest. man. I really, I still wish they would use them like as a whole unit. I want to know what happened to the rest of them. Again, especially because they're like in a lot of ways almost a counter to the Bad Batch, so it'd be fun to see. But maybe the rest of them are dead. <laughs> and so I was just like,
0: man. <laughs> I guess I'll do like this like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Last Ronin when it's oh, just Michaelangelo left.
1: Yeah, it's just gonna. I literally had that same exact thought just now too. I was like, I guess it's like that. He's the he's the funny one, but when they're all dead, he's just the sad one. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that class clown when he goes home. With his own thoughts. Yeah. Man, it's really it makes you think. <laughs> but uh and so they get her, they take her back to um Camino, obviously. Not and, Camino. Uh, or, you're right, Tannis. Tannis. Not Tannis. And now they're like, Well, so you're gonna work with us now, Lamasu, and she's like, Well, fucking, I guess. I guess <laughs> or well, Nala Se, which but, one? And I think it's oh. Nalase. Nala I was get her mixed up. So is like, I guess I'll work with you. You get my I guess. Daughter, I mean, you got her, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um although even then, she's like, I can't do what you want me to do though. Like, It's impossible. And he's like, well, how about you just do it anyways?
0: How <laughs> about you give it a good try, huh? Or we'll kill her. We'll do horrible Sorry. things to a little girl.
1: I'm very curious what it is specifically that they want. I mean, I, the obvious one would be the Emperor cloning stuff, right?
0: Yeah, that, that's what I think it is.
1: But I don't know. I don't know if those are related. Maybe because it's... it feels like too much... It feels like that's too visible for Palpatine, right? Yeah. Like, for something that's as important to his whole overall thing is that of like his, his, you know, key to immortality. I don't know if he would trust that to just the general sort of imperial, you know, ranks. not that hemlock is general, but it's, it feels like too many, too many cooks in the kitchen for that particular task. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Maybe it's like something that's tangentially related that yeah. like, if he can get like, I don't know, like a midichlorian thing to work,
1: then he's like people. Yeah. Kind of wake like with, um, with the Mandalorian, right? Like Mm. people think that that's like Moff Gideon's experiments and stuff are tied into the sequel. Yes, definitely. But I don't, I don't know if I agree with that either, to be honest, because it just doesn't Mm. really make sense to me that Gideon would be working on stuff for Palpatine. And I don't know. There's, there's, I think Palpatine's gone. Yeah. And the people who know he's not gone are in his circle of trust and they're off hiding. And Gideon isn't because that's not, because that's why he's not with them clearly. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of like that. Like I just, we know that the Sith cult, again, at least according to like you know the the material that we have on it, it's like the Sith cultists are doing that all off on Exegol, not just the Imperials. So I, I don't know, it's whatever. I feel like there's something else at play here, maybe that we're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he wants, maybe it's more clones, but like somehow even more like obedient. Like they want an army of clones that truly are not independently thinking at all, kind of thing. Right, and take away their free will at all. I would imagine whatever it is they're working towards, they never get there, right? So, you know, I can't imagine the bad guys are going to win, I guess is what I'm saying. So whatever it is that they're they're trying to achieve, I feel like they probably won't. So it can't, I guess we wouldn't know what it is one way or the other.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we'll have to wait for season three for any answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get we hear that scene, and then we cut to the doctor lady taking uh, Omega into the lab and being like, just stand right here and don't move. So she moves. She's Crosser just laying on like one of the tables, and he's like unresponsive. And she's like Crosser, it's me, Michael, the person you betrayed. Hey, come on! <laughs> and uh, she's like, Hey, don't talk to him. He's recovering because we tortured the shit out of him, and he's gonna die maybe. So why don't you stand away? She's like, Well, why'd you do that? Come on, I want to talk to the Nalset. She's like, No, you want to talk to me? That's ironic. I am your sister. <gasps> so That's interesting. It's a bit
1: of a fun fun. A little twist. It's kind of neat. Yeah. So I guess what she means by that, right, is that she's also a clone, presumably?
0: That's what I was thinking. Also, like a clone that has a regular lifespan like Boba Fett and her. But she's she's quite old, which yeah. suggests
1: maybe... I don't know. How old do we think she is? I would say 30, maybe? Well, I guess the thing is, if she's, she's way older than Boba Fett and Omega, who are both presumably some of the first clones that were made and given normal lifespans. So... For her to be good, she either has has a um, one of the sped up lifespans, right, mm-hmm. or she's old, She's not based off of Django Fett, I guess, which would still work, right? As like, you know, whatever, symbolically. Like, I'm also a clone that they made, so I'm kind of your sister. Yeah. Or she's yeah, she's another female clone of Django Fett that they just they did have an the uh, enhanced lifespan on. But yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't. How much? How much does value does that really have, though? I, mean, I guess we'll find out but it's just yeah. like okay so you're just also a clone but you're evil now you're like you're on the bad guys team you know clearly she knows shit about cloning and stuff so maybe she was a scientist in camino like they used her and then she's she's kind of switched sides here so i mean yeah. I, again i guess we'll figure out what her whole deal is but right it's kind yeah, of yeah. Fun. yeah it's, interesting. it's a twist i mean it's kind of again it's like the last season finale where the twist was like oh my god omega's a clone it's like yeah we didn't see that coming <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's kind of like that so that's that's cool. See what the deal is with her. I don't know what that character's name is. Shit, do we know? Uh, Ooh, I, maybe? Well, does Hemlock does Hemlock, her. Does Hemlock say it? Yeah, let's see. I'm just going to Google it. Omega Sister Bad Batch. Um, Her name is Emery Carr. Okay. Of course, a... screen, rant, <laughs> screen Rant has an article that says, Boba Fett has a second sister? <laughs> Shocking Star Wars twist explained. Fucking Screen Rant. Dude, I fucking hate these clickbait articles, man. They get me so, and they get me too often. I, I fall for them on occasion because it'll be like this and that. And I'm just like, oh, I got to see. And then it's just like, oh, this is nothing. This is actually nothing. This is not hey, anything. You're speaking of circles here. I'm trying to think now, but there's one that got me this week where I felt like, a, I feel like a moron for even clicking on it. <laughs> um, But yeah. So obviously the next season is we got to save Omega, right? And cross oh, yeah. So this will be interesting because I'm kind of inclined to think that like, I don't know. Would that be like a whole season with Omega gone type D? Because I feel like it could be.
0: Uh, I, I'm i thinking so. Or maybe at least half a season. Because I think mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be a Omega rehabilitates crosshair kind of
1: thing. in this. Yeah, yeah. And they got to be together for that. And then it would make sense for like the culmination of this whole thing to be, you know, we get crosshair, we get Omega, we, we kind of fix our family. And then like, that'll be about it. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm really inclined to think again, like I said up top, like or earlier at least, that this is a, uh, you know, it, it fits the structure of, like, a trilogy here, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah. I, I'm inclined to think three seasons is the magic number. I mean, we've, we've been talking a lot of, like, is season two even going to be the last one? But obviously not, uh, right. which I'm very glad about. I, I've been loving the show, this season in particular. I mean, I just like having Star Wars animation like this, you know, in the world. Um, so I'm super glad for this. You know, I, it made me think for the first time, this week where i was like wait when this show is over like what's next are they going to do another animation show and i'm inclined to think they would um clearly this show has been successful enough to you know to keep going it um yeah. you know i don't know the, the full economics involved but clearly it's worth their time and effort to make 16 episodes of this right and, uh, you know even they, they increased the budget this season around so i guess last season performed well enough that they were willing to shell it out so i don't know i hope star wars animation Um, stay strong. Is what I'm saying. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, very excited for a third season of this. Um, this is, uh, it's honestly up to like I don't know if I'd be confident enough to fully say this, but there's some people this week who've been saying like, hey guys, maybe the Bad Batch better than the Clone Wars. And uh, I don't know, maybe I I don't know about that, but it is really, really good. And like again, it per season, it might have more great episodes than say a season of Clone Wars, because again, people don't appreciate how much filler that show had. If we're gonna get right down to it.
0: Yeah, use their definition of filler. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, I think that's all the big the big things. Yeah, got I, most of the references and twists. I'm trying to think if there's anything I missed. Anything you wanna? No, throw in I, there. I think we covered pretty much everything. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we, good stuff. Good appearances. Good cameos. Just a really solid hour of Star Wars. Really, whatever. Yeah, 46 minutes. Uh, good action. Good good plot stuff. Again, I I I really did kind of enjoy that. It like subverted the expectations of just being like oh i guess we'll just go save the save crosshair it's like oh no oh no everything went terribly wrong everything went as horrible as it could be again i'm gonna miss my boy tech absolutely he he's up there solving math in the stars or whatever I
0: don't, know. <laughs> don't talking about
1: you know, trajectory and racing those weird bikes in the stars again i uh i don't know i i'm as much as i would like him to not be dead because it's like oh i'd like to see him again i i'm inclined to think he really is and like i feel like it gives the you know whole thing more weight if he is so Oh, absolutely, it does. But again, it's Star Wars, so I, I there's like, I don't know, say it's like a seventy-five percent chance he's dead. Probably, I don't know if I'd go much stronger than that, honestly. <laughs> oh, you never yeah.
0: know. I, yeah, they very much would just be like, it's me, tech, but I'm missing an eye, or I don't have my. Yeah, yeah. well, time. just they do
1: echo, right? Yes, they like echo survived a completely unsurvivable thing, but he's like, well, my arm's a robot now, and you're like, okay, <laughs> and I'm pale, and I have little things in my head, and I can't be alone. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> So Tech will be like, hey, I've got robot legs, but I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I don't have
0: PTSD too bad. I
1: just can't be up, up too high. I'm actually cool now. I'm actually less nerdy. Yeah, I I'm don't like a badass.
0: Yeah. We're but like, oh, this
1: is sick. <laughs> Tech's even better. Echo, why can't you be
0: better? All right. you know, Act attack. Perfect. Well, I could take out of this, out of Bad Batch, into our, the final movie of Movie March, Dungeons and Dragons
1: Honor Among Thieves. Starring Chris Jack? Pine and other people. I just like to say, for top Jack, Jack, you're a hero. And I want you to know that. You're a movie hero.
0: You know what? You're a hero too. Because you know, oh, you thanks. watch movies where they're supposed to be watched in a theater with other movie lovers. How about that?
1: How about it, Jack? We're all heroes, actually, We're on this blessed all- day.
0: <laughs> what a day. What a day to be alive. <laughs> so that didn't make any sense to you, listeners, because you hadn't seen the movie yet, which, you know, why wasn't this segment? Um, but it played right at the beginning just a weird like a uh, Chris Pine in the cast just talking to us how great we were for watching the movie in the theater which you know weird. thanks I guess weird except
1: um, it's also dumb in the sense that like well we're already here watching the movie so I don't necessarily understand the whole like telling us we're so great for going you know for supporting cinema um, when we're at the movie theater doing it yeah you know? like I'm, <laughs> like, I got no choice at this point yeah exactly I, I already paid for the ticket man yeah no matter what happens from here on out, you're doing, you know, you're sitting pretty. So I guess it's like, I'll, I'll, the idea is I'll remember that and make sure to go to more movies in the future. Of like, oh, I, I do want to support cinema. But I mean, we've been doing it. Yeah. We, That's not a thing for us. But I've seen the Pope's Exorcist
0: trailer every single week for the last I just, month.
1: I, I, I don't know that I ever was not seeing the Pope's Exorcist trailer, actually. oh, I can't right? remember a time before it, really. As best I can tell, Jack, I've only ever seen the Pope's Exorcist trailer. <laughs>
0: It's the only thing I've ever seen. It's the only piece of media I can consume. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, just weird, just dumb. Just like most so Hollywood weird. stuff like this, when they try to actually do anything with with the actors being relatable, That's just weird. Comes off strange. Only they don't all talk. <laughs> only like three of them speak. Well, like three of them. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez is like, "Don't you? Doesn't the popcorn taste good? Doesn't it taste better than anywhere else? Why is that? It's like Michelle Rodriguez because they dump pounds of butter on it. We,
0: we all yeah. know why. We don't know. Like, <laughs> we don't know why." But I'm i thinking. I've never bought popcorn in my life in the movie theater. I don't buy popcorn <laughs> right. for myself. So who gives a shit? Jack famously doesn't eat a thing. I don't eat a thing. I, my I don't drink a thing. I'm 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 usually starved and parched. But not raw dogs every
1: movie we've ever seen. Just yeah. completely just shows up. They're too up.
0: expensive. They're too expensive.
1: They, they charge You're not wrong. Wrong. You're not wrong, Jack. I mean, we've done this before. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've done this song and dance. Actually, I did that with my screening is I just walked in and walked out. Just just like it's it almost never stopped. There was there was no loss in momentum between me leaving my car, getting to the seat, and then leaving my seat, getting to my car. There's there something, something liberating about problem. that. It's mm-hmm. like, very much so, Jack. Like right, very like much. Right so. if you're not seeing a
0: am seeing a nonmar movie by yourself, you just stand right up and you walk right out. There's no like stand up, is everybody ready? Chat for a second. Wait, you nope, you're up and out.
1: See, they've got us a couple times with that though. Cause did you know John Wick Four had a post credit scene? Did it really? It did. So did. Well, we talked about this, one, but when we saw the Kingsman, we were like, well, this isn't a Marvel movie, and we left. And there was a post credit scene to watch. With this Hillary. one had one too, actually. At a mid roll. Yeah. It didn't. Oh yeah.
0: What was? Oh wait. Yeah. Wait, did. Wait. I'm trying to think. Oh, with the. Oh, I know. I did see it, with the corpse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did see that one.
1: Um, but yeah, it was good. I, I didn't. I ate dinner right before I saw it, so I didn't feel the need to get any snacks or anything. So I just walked in. Yeah, I already had it on my phone. You know, didn't have to buy a ticket. Just just cruising on through. I I barely, you know, I barely slowed to show my ticket to the yeah. ticket taker person, and just kept on walking. It, you, you're right, Jack. It, it, there is something very powerful about that. Yeah, an aura. Anyways, the actual movie. <laughs> the film. let so, to talk about this film. I uh, yeah, so.
0: <laughs> Dragons: Honor Among Thieves uh, is a film that follows Chris Pratt and the woman who is also Risham with him, Michelle Rodriguez, so, Rodriguez uh, as they. Try to get Chris Pratt's daughter back, uh, and the Please various play. things they got to do to get there. Uh, overall, so we can it's do. A,
1: well, general I think can get right, right. I think, like, Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to spoil, anyways, because yeah, it's all pretty much out there. Yeah, you get it. You get it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's basically a heist movie. I mean, through and through, just like in a fantasy D and D setting, which is fun. Yeah, can't really complain about that. I thought it was cool. Yeah. I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, overall, definitely enjoyed this movie. I was expecting to. And the early buzz was good, and a lot of the stuff we'd seen around it suggested that this was going to be a kind of strong version of this, and it was. I thought definitely much better than the last time they did a Dungeons and Dragons movie, by all accounts.
0: <laughs> I would say I would say so. Can't be argued that. Uh, um, so we start with a little bit of Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, and Ms. Marguez with their characters Olga, yeah. the barbarian, and then yeah. what's Chris Pine's character's name? Ed something.
1: Ed. Well, they call him Ed. It's like, yeah, it's like Edgin or Edgwin or something. Yeah. So Ed the Bard. So I don't know. Like, all their names are kind of crazy. So That's it for it's for Simon. Yeah, Simon actually. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, you can just refer to them as their classes. If you'd like. Yeah. So, or their actors' names.
0: Yeah, probably to the actors' names if I can remember them. I'll mix and match. You no, know I do. I never remember. Yeah, anything. yeah. Um. So they're in a prison in this horrible ice prison where they like it's just cold all the time. There's no fire. They just chop ice all day for some reason. And well, you know,
1: you gotta find the ice,
0: you gotta find it down ice. south,
1: keep the cold. That's like true. in Frozen, like in Frozen,
0: and maybe Frozen 2. Um, maybe, maybe. Well, there was no music scene in that one about it, so I, mm-hmm. we can't be sure. Um, but they they are there, and it's right before they're about to get um, get pearl board, so they're gonna see if they can be released. Uh, and they want a specific person there because like he's got to be he's gonna be particularly good for our cause. Uh, so they start doing. This. they're like waiting for him to get there. He's not there yet, so Chris has to stall and like tell his whole life story. That's their whole has, backstory. His whole backstory, but his backstory is like he was part of this group called Harpers, the Harpers, uh, to like you know seek out justice and be bound to be a vigilante, like a thankless vigilante. And he's like uh, being a thankless vigilante doesn't put, give put food on the table, so it's like kind of not great. Like I'm not really reaping the spoils here, uh, and so. One day, he like he he, he it like he made a bunch of enemies, and these red wizards come around and like when he's around, kill his kill his wife, he's like, oh my god, my wife is dead, holy shit. Uh, but he has a young daughter and she survives, and so he raises her with. Oh, he meets Olga after that. He, they, her and Olga, him and Olga, raise them together. Uh, then they start just stealing things to make money, and then kind of like they make a little slowly but they make a little like group. Little heist group, little little band of thieves, Mm -hmm. Um, a party if you will, a a party if you will. A lot of a bard, there's a barbarian, there's a sorcerer named Simon, Mm -hmm. and they got Ford played by Hugh Grant, who's the villain again. A lot of Hugh Hugh Grant villainy rules this month. Hell yeah! Hey, Downford, he was very good in this movie. Um, they get a druid. There's a paladin later
1: on. Yeah, it's really you hit all your bases, really. I think the
0: only thing they they mention cleric. Mm -hmm. They don't. The only ones they don't hit are warlock and monk. I thought there was a warlock but there wasn't no there's no monks either
1: is a wizard a different class than a sorcerer
0: yes yeah, so the difference is oh the the idea is that a sorcerer gets its ma- gets their magic from like uh oh, from per- from like magical parentage so like okay. they' have like a whatever and then a wizard has to learn magic like Harry Potter
1: okay sure right. yeah i uh, thought the red wizard lady was a warlock for a minute because i thought she was commuting with like a deity but i guess that's not what he was so yeah i guess he's he's kind of a warlock oh huh. yeah but yeah. that guy wasn't a god he was just like a guy so a he was guy. also just a wizard yeah i think right so yeah whatever. I,
0: I, I think it's fine um yeah but so in, what
1: did, i guess just in general while we're while we're here like what did you think of the d- the general sort of dungeons and and dragon ness of it all <laughs>
0: i think it was i think it kind of catches that pretty well i mean I, I don't think so it was too. too over the top of it, but it definitely like said everything you it made a lot of references they like it yeah. was really like we're in the world and here's a lot of things that we would reference in the world
1: yeah like i don't know i don't know how how much like lore of dungeons and dragons you know i don't really know much to speak of but even then i was like oh i know neverwinter i know Baldur's gate yeah i know water deep yeah yeah like, I, know I know that stuff beholder is i know yeah beholder sure there's really? a mimic
0: yeah, they do they do a displacer beast they do a
1: a, a classic big glob ooze what do they call those don't they have a, gelatinous cubes right yeah the gelatinous cubes good stuff like that which is fun the so. underdark that's a big yeah. Thing. The Underdark, it's all like there's a, lot, a fair bit of lore and stuff. And again, the classes are like directly named a lot of the time. Mm, like, the, hey, the, he's a paladin, which is fun. They do a lot of they do a lot of um, races. They do a lot of practical
0: like other races, like the dragon, yeah, yeah, horns, the tiger they're, people. They the tabaxi. There's the the bird people, which are like a um, snake s- people. The snake people they show up once, but they do a little. But they still show up. Uh, they got like orcs and half orcs. There's a half elf.
1: The tiefling, yeah. Is, do you think Simon's a half elf? Yeah, he says he's half elf. Well, he says he's he says he's half human. I feel like I don't know.
0: Oh, uh, he's well, he's just, probably elf because they're the ones
1: who look right. That's what I'm human. I mean. Yeah, and he's just got pointy ears or whatever. Yeah, Probably that's a complaint. Which is a thing. This is a thing I really struggle with in these fantasy sort of things where people say like, "Oh, why don't they do more representation?" Um, and it's like I guess, but like I also don't think that's some great crime because they're made up races or species, whatever yeah so why does it matter if we represent them or not because they're not real like there's nothing wrong with just making humans the stars yeah
0: because at some point the only ones you can really do are the ones who look human like the dwarves and the elves. Well, yeah just uh,
1: if star wars has shown us that recently it's that clearly they they exile at doing very human-like things and the further you get from that the harder it is to pull off anyways so you know it's, maybe don't get maybe don't get too hung up on it <laughs> Because yeah, they do I mean, the same thing with stars, where it's like, why don't we have more alien representation? It doesn't seem, and it's like, I don't. I think it's weird to treat alien or or whatever like whatever you call the different species in Dungeons and Dragons, like these fantasy races. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird to try to treat that as representation, similar to like actual, you know, real life minorities. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So can't really, I don't know.
0: can't really equate uh, Michelle Yeoh winning an Oscar, being I mean, the first Asian woman, and being like, why weren't there? Why wasn't a dragon? My man in the and the Dungeon Dragons movie, it's like those two no, so don't really, yeah, exactly. they don't really sync the same. I
1: don't think. No, exactly. Like, oh, why is it? Well, because it's like, oh, because it is. It it so it supports the like sort of stereotype or the trope that like the most human cre- people are the more heroic. Like mm-hmm. that somehow being non-human is bad. And again, I get that, but it's just we don't have any non-human sentient races that we have to worry about in real life, so it's not really an issue as of yet. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, so we got to make sure that people. Yeah. So whatever. But we do have the tiefling which uh, people are mostly positive on. Apparently, some people got hung up on the specifics of their character because her tail's not big enough or something.
0: Her tail seemed to appear out of nowhere at one point.
1: I kind of thought the same thing. I didn't notice her tail at first.
0: Yeah, and I have people I wouldn't noticed that too because it appears when they're on the beach after the Underdark, and I, and there's a shot where we see like the back of. Well, there's a couple of times. It's definitely
1: there the before that. I, I'm, I'm, sure I'm not, certain of
0: that. I must not have noticed. There must just be a different spot. But well, it is,
1: like I said, it is very small, I guess. Yeah. They probably didn't go out of their way to put it in a lot. If, if they could reasonably get away with it not being on screen, they probably didn't just because time, you know, costs money and time. So. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Um, But, you know, I, really I was think... reading about tieflings. You oh, know yeah. What do you think about tiefling lore?
0: Uh, yeah. People, they're discriminated against because they're like, de- everyone's like, they're demons, look like demons. Yeah. That's like the main thing with them.
1: Which I was reading about. Apparently, they kind of are, though. Yeah, they're kind of. They're they're like half demon. Well, yeah, depending on the edition, they're like half demon, or they're like they are the results of some distant ancestry making a deal with actual demonic entities. Uh, But apparently, that's a more recent sort of retcon. And at one point, the lore truly was just that. um, They just happened sometimes for whatever reason. You know, you you live in the magical Dungeons and Dragons world. (laughs) Sometimes. (laughs) be born as a tiefling like love which is not sure maybe yeah it's more of an effect of the world than it is of any person's action because you just you live in the world i guess there's weird magic energy out there that'll sometimes make your kid a demon but that's the explanation they use in this movie right is that she's just born to humans um and they're like we don't want you you're a demon So that's not cool. Although it's, I felt it was weird how distinct she was. She acted compared to humans, especially because I I was looking at some art and some tieflings look way more demon-like. Oh yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, the the thing with that is like they're like can be a bunch of different colors. Their eyes can be different. Their horns can be really big. Like they they can really, really run the gambit of being like you look just like a demon, or you just look like a human with like horns that if your hair was long enough you wouldn't really even Mm -hmm. see. Mm-hmm. them look like fucking nightcrawler <laughs> like,
1: yeah exactly so grand scheme of things she's pretty low-key and it and it's it, i don't know are they even a different species
0: uh they're, they're classified as that in in like as far as like the game goes yeah it just feels like yeah. a
1: kind of nebulous distinction
0: yeah especially if they like are natural it's like well they don't feel like the same if they're just a mutation but yeah a, yeah
1: that's a good point they're almost more like mutants than anything yeah, just like Nightcrawler. Like I said, wow,
0: look at that. Yeah, yeah, very, 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 very apt, Jack.
1: Very astute. I knew so, it's just was kind of weird it. that. Yeah, it feels like if they wanted to have a character who's like I don't know about humans. It seems like compared to a lot of the Dungeons and Dragons species, um, she's very close to just being a human, right? Yeah. I mean, if she was you. literally born to humans, like that's kind of how close can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all of all, so all of her, her characters
0: were born to humans. But
1: Except again, I guess Simon, Simon is less, if in that sense. In that sense, yeah. So but again, I guess that's what you you need a token non human character and they wanted to take the the easiest version of that, which is she looks like a human with horns. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I uh I liked her um what do you think of or, spells? Was there
1: notable spell usage you thought in this? Um I don't yeah, again, I've they sorry, did. I've played a little bit of Dungeons and Dragons. You you've played more than I have. They didn't
0: uh, they didn't do a ton of spells that I they did, like, some of them, like, time stop or, like...
1: Yeah, that's... I kind of figured...
0: Yeah, like, meteor storm. They did, like, a meteor attack. That's a pretty powerful one. They didn't do fireball. Which yeah, is, that's like, a classic, isn't it? The classic, or, like, magic missile. I love magic missile. It's great. Never used that she one. Does, she does lightning. She does lightning. That's a good one. Like, chain lightning, where it hits a bunch mm-hmm. of them. So that's that's one I know. Um, They do the dimension door, like the portal one. That one I know.
1: Oh well, yeah, he gets a portal gun. How about that?
0: That's pretty good. Um. What else? I'm trying to think of all the spells.
1: Yeah, you to go a lot. Of, oh, they they're they're fighting with like fists at one point. Big magic. Oh, fists. like the hand. Um, there's a I don't know what it's
0: called, but there's a there's a spell like that with the oh, yeah? magic hand. You create like a hand that you can control. Really? Yeah.
1: So overall, pretty pretty accurate then. Pretty. Yeah.
0: No, they give them a pretty. They do. They talk about wild magic, which is good. I like that because that's a that's an aspect with the sorcerers. It's like a, mm-hmm. a, a thing where um because whenever you use a spell. In the game, you have to like the roll like on a table, like on a hundred thing table with like two dice, and to, like it'll do like a random effect, like where you're just from like de- like detrimental to like super good or like and everywhere in between. Because mm-hmm. because you're not like because it's like a natural part of your body, and you're like kind of pulling from the universe your power as a sorcerer. You don't know what's gonna happen. Like you can't really control what's what is you just you're just funneling it through your body. And like a wizard who like knows exactly what's about to happen. Or we're like we only can do certain things. So that's kind of how that's supposed to work. So I like that they included that. And he like brings it up as like, well, I can't do that all the time because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I liked um, what else? the mimics were quality. Cool. Like, I was like a good mimic. that's what was fun.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We get a little bit of quite a bit of gnome representation, I feel like, right? They do mention the gnomes a good number of times. But I exactly. guess, okay. Well, I guess that's, I, I'm not sure. So like, sp- let's do a spoiler <laughs> again. But uh the the Bradley Cooper cameo. Is he a gnome or a halfling, you think? I think he's a halfling. I I don't really feel like I know the difference well enough. I'll Google it real quick. Oh I'm I'm beating you to
0: it. Is Bradley Cooper a gnome? Okay, here we go. Polygon has an article about it. Halfling
1: or gnome. Oh, maybe gnomes are like really tiny. I think they're super tiny. Like more like the guys from uh Willow. Mm, yes. Like the brownies. Okay. So I guess they would be halflings because they're mostly but what I like compared to, like, say, Lord of the Rings depiction of, like, hobbits, right? Which is obviously what halflings are kind of based on, I think. I know. maybe not gnomes are that small. What do you got? What is
0: this? Paul says it. he is a halfling. They're confident he's a halfling because he stands about um, three feet tall. He wears simple clothes. He likes
1: um, family and friendship. And they work hard. So this is most editions agree that halflings are hobbit-like some editions, they are curious adventurers, and other they are docile folk, slow to anger and quick to laugh. That feels pretty happy. Gnomes for smaller, thinner cousins of dwarves to short cousins of elves. The common theme throughout is that they are clever with their hands and skilled at deception and illusion. In some versions, they are dangerous inventors In other, and other skilled craftsmen and yet others mischievous spirits of the forest. Generally, they are easily excitable and skilled at whatever. So that does seem to suggest not that he's not a gnome. So Yeah. But there's some other little short folk we see around. Like the one person, the one magistrate doing their pearl hearing thing, right? She's tiny.
0: Yeah, she's tiny. She's. I would. I was thinking that she was definitely a halfling.
1: She, so I guess comparatively, though, which is a good point of difference. Like hobbits are kind of like proportional; they're just short, and so they kind of are like I don't know. They're more broad and like sturdy-looking folk, right? Mm-hmm. They're just kind of short. Whereas like Bradley Cooper in this was like he was he was smaller in all proportions, right? They just shrunk. They just shrunk Bradley Cooper, so oh, yeah, I think that's kind of fun. Quite small. Made him quite tiny. But like a Hobbit, for example, has, is like a little short guy, but he's got like, you know, full-size hands and big-ass feet and shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the kind of distinction, maybe. But yeah, that's fun, right? Yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I would uh, like I said. I, I was would see Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. I mean, he just came out of nowhere. It's very fun. I, there are some people in my audience who were very vocal about it. In fact, Jack, vocal... The whole movie through, really. <laughs> oh, Which is it's always fun. It's that it's that kind of movie talking that I hate, where it's just like they're just kind of saying the shit that happens. Like We've talked about this before with some. I don't remember exactly what, but it's just kind of like they're just reacting in the most basic way to everything that happens on screen. Yeah, like like oh my god, that happened! Wow, can you even believe that? Yeah, or like audibly gasping. They gasped at something. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I think it was like when the wizard showed up again. And she, they were like, oh! and I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, the wizard, she's in it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she's been here the whole time. At one point it was when the wizard, when the, when the, I don't even know what you go, the hunter guy that the wizard gets, right? Mm-hmm. And Safina gets and he's, and he kills the people for her, right? That guy rolls up in his little boat and it should. And then she's waiting there on the dock. They literally said out loud, like, I don't trust her. Yeah. She's the villain. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You so- see? It, it was like Jack, the best word I could think for these, I was like, is normies, Jack. These were like real life normies. Genuine, genuine, real to life NPCs. Genuine normies. Because I'm like, is this how some people watch movies? It's literally like it took several scenes of this character being evil for you to be like, oh, maybe this is the villain. Like, you know, solely but sure. Like, well, I don't trust her yet, but we'll see. It's like, What are you talking about? You yeah, don't trust her. Yeah. The villain of the movie?
0: The villain we see at the beginning to be like, oh, she betrayed us. Like, she Craziness. Caught...
1: Didn't, didn't like that. Yeah. Brag, they're like, oh my gosh, it's him. Oh my god, he's so small. Yeah. We all see it. It's like they just don't even have an internal thought. Like they they need to actually say their shit out loud. It's like I, we're at the movie theater. There's other people here. Could you please not? Oh man. Hate it. Hate to see it, Jack. Yeah. Be more courteous at the movies, please. Just don't just don't chat. Don't answer don't, cell phones. I Is that hard? I, Is that hard? I I I, was, so wish I, was we, my, got, I wish we had an Alamo draft house where you get banned for life if you talk. Oh, that'd be good. We might get caught though. Sometimes we talk. No, but I wouldn't. That's true. If I knew the rule, I wouldn't talk. So I was like, well, I want to watch the movie. We'll say like one thing. Okay. I'll say a clever joke. And we're quiet about it. I'll I'll, like lean in and whisper to you. I'm not speaking at a volume, which you can always, because that's what these people were doing. They were just completely reclined, chilling, not a care in the world, but talking at a volume that they could still hear one another without moving. You understand? Like they're just carrying on Mm -hmm. conversations almost. And that's what I cannot abide, Jack. So where were we? (laughs) The movie? Uh, the, I, think the actual, we're
0: we're, I think we're talking about a movie. I don't okay, remember. Cool. Uh, what,
1: what you uh, think about the so, the Paladin guy? I
0: thought he was cool. I liked him. I thought he was, was very
1: at the midway point. Right, we pick up him.
0: We pick up him to like help us get to the underdark. He knows where the helmet they need is to like break into this vault. That turns out the Hugh Grant character is evil. He portrays them and he mm-hmm. turns Chris Pine's daughter against him by lying to him.
1: Lying deception.
0: Lies. Um, oh, deception. Oh. <gasps> Like the around.
1: rogue character is, is a liar
0: who could have foreseen this um but anyway <laughs> they pick him up uh, I, th- I think it was very fun as like a truly pure like classic i'm paladin character i liked his yeah. sword that became a dagger
1: that was neat yeah you know what i thought about this guy well he's like he's an npc right yes yeah compared to the rest of the party because he never really joins them compared to the rest of the party who are like kind of just real fleshed out individuals, this guy's kind of one note like you said he's Mm. very pure and just like and the way he speaks i was like this is a dm this is a dm spinning his wheels (laughs) Um, i loved it i thought it was super fun through that context of like yeah this is clearly a character that a dm jumped up and like has all the fun dialogue with where he's talking all fancy because that's what dms do and he knows everything and like yeah yeah yeah, and, and it plays he's too field. good he, yeah. he's not actually one of them because he's too good at everything he's a non he's not a player i feel like that's the intention right i i yeah i i didn't
0: think of it that way but thinking about that kind of i really i really agree with that um i yeah. think it, it's even more compounded when um they do the bridge thing and he's explaining exactly how the bridge works <laughs> <in> very <laughs> intricate detail, and then it's immediately ruined of course the player very... fucks it up yeah, the dm's just...
1: like i have this game for us to all play and the, the player just Breaks oh sorry it. i just <laughs> stepped on it my bad
0: my bad i i rolled the bedroll and then it like ruined it he's like well i guess it ruins the thing i came up with
1: oh that's so I, good isn't it, it it's oh. very
0: good that's fun um well because then he just leaves <laughs> yeah, he's like All I'm well, done he's, I'm
1: it. he just walks that was very funny but they're like he's yeah. just he's walking in such a straight line
0: oh there's a rock what's he well, no, gonna
1: he's do going up the rock. What's, oh okay
0: <laughs> right over and no, there it is um i i did know that. keen watchers of the movie will notice that um, the tiefling character does not speak very much or at all the whole time they're in the underdark and only sees a line of dialogue immediately after the paladin leaves. <laughs> then she starts talking again. No, so I was like, surely that's not true. From At least from what I noticed. Maybe I'd have to rewatch it. But like from my memory,
1: I was like, she hasn't no, no, spoken. No. I'm not going to say she's, she's very eloquent in there, but she definitely, when he figures out the portal gun. Oh, right, right. She says, like, good save yeah but she doesn't get a lot and then she picks gotcha. it right back up seemingly what do you think about the bit where they're talking to all the, the corpses oh uh, great bit love that bit very funny very similar vibes of like this is a bunch of players being goofy <laughs> having to figure it out and then every time they talk to one it's like this is the lore here's my lore for
0: you <laughs> here's everything i've done and they, like it was it kept getting passed along it was like well it was very much like a oh, you want this? Well, I want... You to trade me this for this. And he has uh, it. Well, actually, he has the thing that I want.
1: And it'll, like, go down. Um, I, I honestly think the only thing this movie was missing is, like, actual cutaways to, like, a bunch of nerds sitting at a table, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is kind of like what a, we, we thought maybe they would do, right? Like a Lego like, movie-esque break. Yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe bookends, right? The framing mm-hmm. device for this movie is literally that it's a group of friends playing. Which is tough, because on the one hand, that undercuts the, re- like, the the character drama for the characters right Mm -hmm. because then it's like well it's not really his daughter or whatever it's not really the so like i said i think i think they did do a good level of it where they didn't overdo it with the references in the haha we're playing dungeons and dragons the board game or the whatever the the tabletop role-playing game but there's enough in there for people to be like it has the vibe for sure
0: yeah for i I definitely agree um they i will say i like when they were under dark the big fat red dragon he was fun yeah that's good
1: Couple uh, dragons. There's a dragon yeah. in the battle flashbacks that's like shooting rock. We talked about him. He's acid. The one trail is it acid? Is that what it is.
0: I, I also had someone said no, because yeah, it's a black dragon and they spit acid. Incredible.
1: That's fun. Yeah, i feel oh, really like use guys like
0: that. Actually, use the different dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I like that he was just fat and like rolled around. Yeah, and Couldn't yeah. fly very well. That was fun. Um, the weird brain
1: monsters. I didn't know those were a thing. Yeah, that's good. It's a funny bit. It's like my dad would do always do that to me all the time. Your dad would do that as a kid? He'd like grab me by the head and like start squeezing and be like, you know what this is? And he'd be like, what? And it's like, it's a brain eater. You know what he's doing? And it's like, what dad? Starving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I've been there. Classic, classic
0: Classic. dad move. Classic dad move. They love doing that. Incredible.
1: So yeah, uh, you know, we got the climax, right? We all make our way back. We carry out the heist. There's some good heisty bits. I really like oh. when they switched out the mm, painting thing. That was a fun bit where they used the portal gun and some, some trickery to yeah, some wild get shifting. The, hit it in there. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I like when Simon, you know, gets to beat up his grandpa or whatever. But it's him the whole time. It was him the whole time. It was his own insecurity. So that's cool. That's fun. You know, we all get little arcs throughout it, mostly. Oh, yeah. I feel like, wow, What does the druid get? I don't
0: really she, know. She, well, she doesn't do anything. She learns either. to
1: not hate humans. I guess that's her arc. She doesn't hate humans as much anymore. She's like, you guys aren't so bad. Yeah. Chris Pine obviously gets his daughter and stops being a fuck up or whatever. Simon gets confidence. Uh, Olga gets like a new boyfriend or something. She learns to like over hate maybe.
0: Yeah. It was just being, I don't think she has to gets a new boyfriend. She's let's go over hate. Well, there's a hint. Also, they set it up. Bit of a bit of a bit of a oh. ooh. A bit, bit of another am. halfling
1: character we get the whole wizard thing where they're trying to take over the whole city and, and get, get Kill them, everybody make everyone into like, ne- is it a bit of necromancy? Maybe. I don't know. Some kind of spell that turns people undead and um, like, zo- like zombies that you can control kind of thing, I guess. So Some kind of necromancy. It's
0: weird. Cause they were already, they were living at first. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know all the rules.
1: Damn, the rules so, are- it's a bit of homebrew, perhaps <laughs> homebrew <laughs> magic item. But uh, they foil it because they're like, oh, we can't just leave with the treasure. We have to be good and and help. You know, classic move. It's like, reminds you like Guardians or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Where it's like, we're a ragtag band of outlaws, but we're going to save the city anyways. We're going to be good people. They do that. They get into a magic fight. I liked that. Where Simon's like, actually, I am good at magic now. So we can do a magic fight. Yeah, and then it sh- was a good bit where they were like, oh no, the time bubble. She's still too powerful. I can't stop. <sighs> ah. and And then they're all like frozen there's a bit of trickery they're all pretending that's fun like that i like that uh his daughter has like a bit of a she's got like a one ring invisible magic jewelry type device Oh yeah that's pretty good classic classic fantasy trope gotta love a a piece of jewelry that turns you invisible jay
0: completely
1: invisible and then it comes back in the end and they win and uh yeah they get her Do, do do they just kill her you think I think they do. I mean, when she turns into an owlbear and smashes her into the ground a bunch and then like throws her at a building. Yeah. the, the four, Up until <laughs> visible, I
0: was like, she could probably recover from this. And then the I was like, I
1: feel like they just killed her. Feels like they I mean, whatever. Yeah, they I mean, kill other people probably. So She was evil. See. She was the bad one. You can kill the yeah, bad people. You can kill the actual dark wizard villain, I guess. Yeah. But then again, she's like a wizard, so she, she can come back or whatever if they want to do whatever yeah, you want know, like, with
0: her. Revive her. She's undead as well, so they could like... There's mm-hmm. some trickery with that with her soul or yeah. whatever the fuck. Who, who knows? But it's yeah, all they
1: nonsense. It. They save the city, which is nice. But unfortunately, Jack Olga gets a... She, she catches one of them dark wizard shanks. and uh, Yeah, just out of nowhere,
0: seemingly. Thing. Yeah, I don't know when that happened. I feel like they cut something. Like,
1: all of a sudden, it was like, and I hell, like, like, Olga. Yeah I, don't, eh, eh, yeah, I feel like I don't really... Didn't really see when that would have happened. But maybe it's just real quick. Yeah. 'Cause mm-hmm. they do that thing. they're all like running at her variously, and she's like, you know, she's parrying each one of them off. So maybe at one of those points, just real quick, Olga like runs into Axer and she just kinda gets, gets her inside. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, she's dead. Oh, and it's a dark res it's a red wizard's blade, which means she's dead for real. For real, is this guy this time, guys. We have the one device that could bring someone back from that. But who do I use it on? So that was pretty classic. At first I was like, I mean, because the whole movie, I'm like, well it's the type of thing where you wouldn't actually bring your wife back from the dead. Would you? Yeah. Right. And all movie, we have that hint with the dragonfly, right. Which we eventually get the flashback context for where they had like a dragonfly in their house. And she's like, see, you just got to let it go. That's not, you don't have to do anything to it. You? you don't have, you have to try to, to catch it. Catch you. You just let it go. And then at his wife's funeral and, and multiple times since he sees a little dragonfly flying around. He's like, is that something? And, uh, I guess it is. Huh? He decides yeah. to not bring his wife back because like, paladin guy tells him he's like she's been you know there's many realms like there are other worlds in these you know she's mm-hmm. been there for a while so you want to bring her out of that one and back into this one or just maybe let her chill yeah and he's like
0: and it's like he, he's not and he comes around because he's constantly at the movie telling like his daughter like no i'm bringing back your mom and then is like i was trying to bring back my wife who is your mom sense. but
1: yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a yeah like because she never really knew her i mean mm-hmm. and, and for she died when she was still like an infant so she doesn't know her mom but she does know Olga who like did raise her. And so it's like, ah, I have to I have to bring her back instead. She does. That's good. That's solid. She's like, Oh, did you waste it on me? I lived a good life for it, but it's okay. You're cool. She's cool. Glad we got Olga back. Wouldn't want her to stay dead. You yeah. Know? No,
0: yeah, keep her around. I did think they could have I feel like a little too quick with the like and she's back. Like maybe yeah. a little well, like is there is there
1: a way to do that, really?
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's I mean yeah. Not, not, not that I think I couldn't think of a better way to do it. Like, yeah. what is the right amount of time? Because at one point, what exactly. is it? What is it just like? All right, we know you have it. Just do it already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's a little tough. I see what you at, mean. But at the end, they're all together. They're all like, yeah, we're just all friends. We live in the forest. The forest people that the Tiefling likes, they're like, yeah, we're cool. Uh, and then Simon and the Tiefling are going to be like, we might date because they tried to date. And now Simon has confidence in his magic.
1: They're uh, like the... heroes of the city or whatever. Yeah, they get a big medal. They get a Star Wars medal. They get pardoned. That's cool. And he's like, "Hey, we're like a family. You, you are my people. Let's, let's do another adventure, maybe." And they're like, "Okay, so I mean pro- probably will... maybe do another one, right?" Uh, I'd be down for it. I would be very down for it. I thought this was a lot of fun. I don't know. This is our classic thing where we're just like, "This movie was fun and good, so why not?" Yeah,
0: and it's not connected to anything else, okay But like, why does this feel a larger context of the D and D cinematic universe?
1: Exactly. So the video we like rank this it. movie, but not <laughs> other movies? Who knows? Who knows? I I, I can't say anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up trying I ever to rationalize it. it. It's um, this is a classic. Like fans really like this, although oh no, actually okay, let's check. It, the critic score is still solid. So I saw a couple reviews this week, which were like, man, this movie's bad. Uh, but it still has a ninety-one from critics and a ninety-three from audience on Rotten Tomatoes. If you care about That's that awesome. kind of thing. Ninety-five percent of Google users. It's only got a seven point six on IMDb, seventy-two on Metacritic. So I don't know why they're they're a bit
0: off. But Mid- middling on hey, it.
1: I think it's good. Let's check. out uh, let's, let's do a little bit of box office check. Okay, let's do a little. Talk about box office. Here? Let's talk about box office. I've been dying to talk about, about So opening weekend, you know, um, opens to okay, thirty-eight and a half mil in North America. So Hollywood Reporter says that's okay. Um, international box wait. Thirty-three, so maybe thirty-three million opening day. Okay, global as of two hours ago, they passed seventy-one point five million globally. So that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Deadline asks, "Is this enough to start a franchise?"
0: Maybe a solid maybe, I'd say.
1: So apparently, John Wick is still leeching a bit of its potential audience, which is surprising that they would, because John Wicks are. So the the general idea is that they don't really compete with each other, like that. Yeah. So that that's really a a testament to how big John Wick is. It's a real juggernaut this year, and it's crazy, fascinating the way where John Wick has come from, right? Yeah, we so talked about a- it when we saw it, right? Like first one was like thirty mil. It was like nothing. It was almost direct to DVD, like literally. So for them to climb to this again, R rated movies don't don't do numbers like this. So yeah, you wouldn't normally say like, oh, John Wick is clearly stealing some business from you know the the PG thirteen or whatever Dungeons and Dragons movie, but. Hmm. I guess so. Stranger Things. Uh, also, we got Super Mario coming up, which oh, yeah, we do. is going to potentially cut in from it from that direction. So man, it's tough. Apparently that's projected to crazy. Oh yeah. So I oh, got no surprised. It's Mario with
0: the illumination? That's like we're gonna print money.
1: Yeah, basically. Probably. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see. Let's. did they fuck. Why do articles have to be so long? So tell me what I know
0: in t- three sentences. Power Rangers.
1: Okay. Power Rangers didn't even break even though. The only difference between the two is that Power Rangers is a brand whose reputation has been sopped up by TV and home market. Blah, blah, blah. So it's probably gonna make 40 mil the first week. See, no, but it already passed 40 mil. So are they are they talking domestic? Jesus Christ, Jack. Yeah. This is such a long article. <laughs> <laughs> I've made hey, such they gotta, a mistake. think
0: I get the word count in.
1: Um Paramount believed in this movie, so much that it's screened the pick extensively and brought it to south by southwest where the picture made its world premiere hope by all is that the epic over indexes this weekend but it might just be a slow burn for the film it's the only new live action pg-13 choice heading into the easter frame next weekend so i mean it's got that going forward holiday mm. I, it, they keep mentioning john wick i'm surprising again that's that's really interesting because you wouldn't think of these two movies as being in the same kind of category and like again competing with each other like that but but so much of what it comes down to with movies is just like right, what right, is your right. average movie goer just gonna see because people yeah. don't, most people don't see movies as often as we do so it's like oh, we, which one are you gonna go for and there's probably a lot of people who would be like um oh, what are the other uh eh. you know again especially a holiday week like this so it's like oh we got some time off the kids are off or whatever let's go see a movie i guess this one although you're not taking your kids to john wick four are you so no i don't know we'll see I want it on a franchise. I think this would be fun. Oh, yeah. I guess I'll look real quick. We'll just say, what's the budget? And then budget. There's 150 mil, which is not a super cheap movie. So they got a couple of weeks at least, I guess, before they even break even, which is not great. So I guess, I don't know. I, I feel like my uh, perspective on this stuff has been broken by all the movies we see, which are like these massive juggernauts, right? Mm hmm. Like, I think forty million is just fine for like a Marvel movie, but can you do you expect much more? Like, what what kind of openings are we supposed to be having? You know?
0: Yeah, especially like when this movies cost so much across the board now.
1: Mm-hmm. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I would hope so. Though. though, I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. What do you, What do you think?
0: Uh, I I definitely would like it to span out. I mean, if they keep just making movies like this one, where like it's not too like it's it's like genuine in what it is like it's not trying to be like snarky and like oh we're playing D. here we are like that kind of thing it's very yeah, like yeah. we're in the D world and it's got like that kind of humor and we're doing all the references but it's all it's not like too heavy-handed mm-hmm. i think like there's tons of things i mean it's a big world there's a lot to do yeah you could make you it do a lot of things
1: an anthology type thing even where you just you could do a whole new cast of characters set in yeah. A dungeon dragon type setting again it's important to strike this balance and that's one of the things we talked about going into it and i really do think they did that well of like making it feel like it has those dungeons and dragons vibes to it like it is a bunch of you know friends sitting around goofing off playing the game um, but also it is yeah like you said it's genuine enough it is telling an actual story and all that like it's you know it does both which is important because again i feel like you go too far either way you 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 spiral out because you wouldn't want it to just be, oh, this is a generic fantasy thing. Or, oh, okay, this is too, yeah, we're leaning too much into haha, we're goofy, we're being, we're being ironic and everything, self referential, like a fucking Rick and Morty episode or something. So, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, overall, I'm impressed. It's about as good as I thought it was going to be, which is pretty good. Yeah,
0: pretty good. Yeah.
1: I enjoyed it. Would watch again. Absolutely. It, it kind of makes me want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, no, it's hard to find people, though, that, Oh, play it aren't fun to play with. I gotta be honest. <laughs> Jeez, I'm, I'll yes. say it. I'm not damn, afraid really to come at form, Jack.
1: Damn, hey, man, damn.
0: God bless them. If you play D and D, God bless you. But some of y'all take it way too seriously, and I just can't
1: get behind it. Just want to have fun. Hey, and that's fun. Why can't dude. I turn into an owlbear? bear, huh? Oh, oh, You can't turn into owl bear because it's a monstrosity and not an animal. Shut up. Fuck you. Who yourself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll kill you right here in real life. Why can't I kill everybody I see? Who cares? They can do it in the movie, so let's just have some fun, would we? Huh? Mm-hmm. Would we even? Could, could we just for a moment have a little bit of fun? No. Okay. I Understand. All right. Good thing I spent
0: a hundred dollars on these books that have misprints all the time. <laughs> that's true. That kind They're, of shit. They're not well-made
1: books. Sometimes don't. Good thing they made them illegal or whatever. Yeah, you can't. Good thing Wiz- Wizards of the Coast came in and and made it illegal to get your own, right? So yeah, you can't. They'll, hunt, even... they'll find you. They said, they said that. They said that I will come find you. Ah, the I, the CEO will kill of Wizards you. of the Coast. Will come and find you if you try to make your own Dungeons and Dragons material, and I'll so, kill you. <laughs> I'll make you an example. So yeah, so it's tough. It's it's a weird space right now, but, yeah. but I, I gotta I, imagine I, this movie's gonna help him out a little. I would hope so. It helps somebody do something. Mm-hmm. You know what? It really made want to do. I mean, reading Dungeons and Dragons is cool and all, or playing it. I mean, but it, like you said, it's hard and oh, friends, real life interaction. Ooh, yeah. So maybe I'll just read some of the books or something. That'd be good. Because they have like, you know, they have story material, right? It's about, yeah. so maybe I'll try to find some of that. Maybe you and I should, we should play the campaign. Because I think they put out a campaign for the movie that you can do. So Oh, do they really? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just kidding. Do. We don't have to do that. Yeah, we need to. We how need how could we possibly run it? At least. Also, the- I don't know, a DM? You got a DM? No, I don't. No clue. So,
0: and then, we, then we'd then really go into the white guy with a podcast because we'd be doing a podcast all about movies and TV shows. And then we'd also be doing a podcast where we just played d <laughs> We'd really like hitting them both.
1: Incredible. But right. you know, have, have we, we talked extensively enough? I think we have. So, well, I you can check out. I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty disjointed, but you get it. Fun time. It's just a fun time. It's just that we kind had, of movie, man. We had fun <laughs> with
0: the movie. But not venom.
1: We'll never have fun with venom. If you have fun no. with venom, you're the worst. We no. hate you. And Morbius. and Morbius. Anything Sony puts out is just they they miss it every time. Can't wait for that stupid fucking Craven the Hunter movie to come out this Craving year. Craven the Hunter. I was going to say is that this year? There's no way. That's what
0: I've heard. It's this year. Oh, good lord.
1: I was going to say the one where apparently the 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 the, the Madam Web one.
0: Sydney oh, uh, Sweeney
1: is Spider-Girl yes. apparently. Or Spider-Woman. Can you believe it though? She's not Gwen Stacy? How's yeah. that? What are they Why doing she- out here?
0: She's literally
1: she's literally Gwen Stacy. She look, she, She's she just like Gwen Stacy, for real. Yeah. She's going to be like the one who's got the black suit and the orange hair whose name clients. I can't remember. Yeah, you Client. get it.
0: Incredible. Yeah. All right. Um, Akitek! Akitek!
1: Into uh, Mandalorian. I was going to say it. Can you let me freaking talk, man? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I always say Akitek. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> What's it called? Oh, the Pirate. The title? The... Chapter 21, The Pirate. Oh, perfect. Right? Yes. I, I don't know, man. What have I ever known the titles? What are you asking me for, man? Yeah, yeah, 21. Chapter 21, the pirate. So we've got our... What is it? We open on Navarro, right? Yes. I think. Sounds uh, like it. Seems, seems like do. where this would begin. Good place, any. It's the pirates. It's the pirates from the premiere, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, they attack. They attack Navarro. Which, they came back. If you can imagine, if you can even believe that they actually are going to reappear. Well, you better believe it, because they do. They're back. The pirates are doing pirating things. They didn't take too kindly to when Grief Karga shot all their friends. <laughs> killed them in the street like a dog. Well, Grief Karga and Mando, yeah, shot them in the street like dogs. He's like, guys, we don't do that thing around you. We're nice and upstanding, and that's why I'm killing you all right here. <laughs> you're you're a criminal, so I can kill you without remorse. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Din blew up a bunch of them, right? With his spaceship. It was a whole thing. So They're upset, the and they're is. like, well, we have a big ship, so we're actually just gonna take over your whole planet we think and it's like oh no
0: oh no how could they do this
1: so they so they do really don't they don't they just they do it quite well they have a very cool ship so griff karga calls the the you know the new republic the government for help yeah. he's like hey isn't this what you're for why don't you come help us out and they're like ooh, about that so we get dude from season two um oh. our old friend uh fuck what's his name jack captain teva captain teva captain teva Carson Teva, Teva. Yeah. Carson Teva, Captain Teva, um, he's there. He's our he's our boy. We see saw him a few times last season, um, and he's like, "All right, I'm on it." Right, got this distress call um, because I don't know. They know him in particular because he was he showed up on Navarro last season, right? So, yeah, got Carson Teva, and he's like, "Oh, we need help. We should go help him." And they're like, "Oh, bureaucracy. Yeah,
0: we can't. We have to prioritize the people who signed our lease." We, the, we only support NATO affiliated planets. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> e-
1: about that. Mm. So this is interesting though. So I first of all, it's I thought it was a little funny that he literally just flies to Coruscant for this. It, it feels like the type, you know. Is it the again? That's just the weird kind of way Star Wars is sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I guess you fly to a planet to have a in person meeting. Sure, why not? <laughs> sure, they don't have teleporters or something. So just fly there. This it's is because the we wait- have this... Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. It's like hyperspace isn't not, hyper, hyper speed, travel, whatever, yeah. is not instantaneous in Star Wars, right? So it takes this could minute. or should have taken some time, but guess not. Guess we just go from the outer rim to the core, no time flat. Uh, although, before we do that, something we got to talk about this week, Jack. Oh, the yeah. internet's a broil. This probably meant nothing to you, in fact, because you're a spineless coward and you never listen to me. You can do anything I ask of you.
0: Oh, why would but,
1: I? In uh, in the bar when he's sitting there and he's watching his thing, um, okay, actually, before that even, before, oh, hold, the, on, hold uh, on, hold on, hold on, I think I you it's a directors, it. it's a directors. That's the first thing. You know about this? You aware of this? You familiar with this? Uh, yeah, if yeah, the director, oh, so in no. season one, remember? Um, the first new Republic pilots we see are Dave Filoni and Deborah Chow and um, fuck the other guy.
0: Oh right, yeah, yeah. Rob.
1: You remember Rob? Yes, I didn't remember you telling me this. They blow up the uh, uh, Rick uh, Tamayua. That's his name. Oh, they, they are the ones the who smugglers thing. Yeah, they they attack that like space station that that the bad dudes are on. Then they mm. ca- they they uh, capture Bill Burr or whatever. Oh no, that's not how they get. But whatever, right? So that's Dave Filoni. That the three directors. They're in the scene very briefly at the bar because they're New Republic pilots, also, right?
0: Oh, that's Dave cool.
1: Filoni. Remember, he showed up again in season two. The rest of them have not, but they're here, which is super fun. Because they're also just, yeah, they're newer Republic pilots in universe. That's their characters. So they're chilling at the uh the, the you know, the pilot's bar there. So that's fun. But then the the thing the other thing is that he's joined at the bar by uh first a first to live action character, uh which is Zeb. It's Gary Zeb Aurelius, who's one of the ghost crew from Rebels. Oh, he's actually the guy? he's actually the guy see oh don't feel too bad jack because i had the same thought myself even though i've watched all of rebels i saw him and i was like oh it's cool it's a lassat and even when he talked i'm like oh cool they got steve blum to do it that's fun i guess they would do, you know similar sounding guy whatever cool but uh no it's actually just him
0: (laughs) oh because i watched it with some friends of mine and one of my friends remarked like hey that
1: looks like the guy from rebels it is. It's just that's him. Um, like I said, I didn't know either. I was just like, "Oh, cool, Lasat in live action. That's fun." But no, in the credits, he's Zeb. It's just Zeb. So I, I think, I mean, he doesn't get much play, and they don't say his name or anything. So that's part of it. But part of the reason I was kind of surprised is it's. I feel like it's a little out of character for him to be doing this. Yeah, just, I mean, uh-huh. not even out of character. I don't know. He's not a pilot in Rebels. Basically, is what it comes mm-hmm. down to. So it's interesting that he's doing this. Is all because he's like their muscle brawler type guy, right? So for him to be serving as a pilot in the new republic is just a little a slight departure but I'm sure they'll have some kind of reason for it or whatever. Um but he looks freaking great, man. Oh, he yeah, looks he looks pretty good. But Jack, I think pretty good's an understatement, my boy. I think I, I and this is not a great super high bar based off the other shit we've seen from some of these shows, but I think he's the best mm-hmm. one yet. The single best like animated alien to live action um sort of whatever you call it. Transition.
0: Yeah, think the jump.
1: Certainly not Cad Bane. Certainly not Cad Bane. Certainly not Cad Bane. Certainly not the high, the Grand Inquisitor. Ooh, Certainly not, not the Fifth like, Brother. Not even Ahsoka. Uh, yeah, not so- yeah. yeah, just him. They're know, not long I, enough, Jack. I'll buy on this hill. I really will. I I don't care, that, I'm, I don't care how be. stupid it is. I'll buy on the hill. They're not long enough. Are they longer this in the show is, now, though? Maybe they're a little longer, but I don't think they're, they're long not long enough. enough. They should be much, much longer. It should that's be like Chuck Tayl. God, should there be there, and the thing Shaq about Shaq this guy, right? Is, Just bring back Shakti. We have the blueprint, Jack.
0: It's there. We have the technology. We had it in 2002 or whatever the. fuck. Evidently,
1: where'd it go? <laughs> y'all, y'all forget?
0: <laughs> like roped in concrete, we lost it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, that's, that's a future. It's a future intro in the, in the making. The I, I already did that intro. shakti's leku. Oh. you my ghost. Roman concrete. <laughs> that's what but Roman
0: concrete has already been an intro if you remember uh, has it what was it was it was, was, Ro- it it was roman concrete and roman electricity oh. which was also a bit we did before we recorded an episode
1: oh, about- <laughs> <laughs> i mean you could do a lot of those though roman concrete greek fire damascus greek fire. steel
0: that anyways amazon oil, the fertilizer amazon what oh really they had like, some kind of fertilizer in the amazon the native people's head because the amazon is such acidic soil that we don't use anymore because we don't need to because we
1: have science but it seems like the thing with Zeb here i guess we won't know until we know but i mean it's got to be mostly cg right or um perhaps there's some kind of like you know practical apparatus that's being cgi'd over the top right and well i feel like they just need to be more willing to do that in the future because we said it before but their commitment to trying to do it practical makes it look worse sometimes. And that's just all there is to it. Yeah. So, but again, it's the same thing with the grand inquisitor where it's like, you guys did Uta powens in 2004. Like, did you forget, but whatever it's not. worth. Did you lose the technology? It's not worth belaboring the point, I guess, but he looks great. He looks as he looks completely accurate, right? Yeah. Very like, you know, he's got the realistic detail. He's got the wrinkles and the, and the texture to him, but he just, it looks like he ought to, which is cool. He's, yeah. you know, similar to, um, you've again, you've never done anything I've ever asked of you, so you wouldn't know this, but uh, what in Jedi Fallen Order, there's a Lassat character. And obviously that is, you know, a live action, quote unquote, style to the game, right? It's a, it's a realistic style. So similar mm-hmm. to this, which is cool. So uh, great. I don't, uh, the question kind of becomes like, how, are, are we going to use him at all? Is he going to be utilized in this season of the Mandalorian? I don't know. I'm Probably. inclined to kind of think not. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too.
0: Probably not. I feel like this
1: is just a setup for Ahsoka.
0: Yeah, it's a so the, which, like a proof of concept kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of a backdoor appearance because, like, you know, everyone's unanimously agreed that the Ahsoka spinoff is just the or the Ahsoka show is just the Rebels sequel. sequel? Right? So, <laughs> yeah. so we're we're gonna get the band back together and we gotta go to. Now we know where we have to go. Find Zeb. Be like, hey Zeb, we're getting the band back together. And He's like, all right, all right, let's do it. So we uh, again we're on Coruscant though. And the um, imperial lady from episode, four, episode four, three, three, yeah, who we know is definitively not um, rehabilitated, is, is uh, not. there? And she's like, "Actually, what if we didn't help those guys? What if we didn't investigate these the potential return of the empire at all? How about?" And the guys like, "Good idea." <laughs> and the Kevin's like, "Wait a minute! What the fuck were you
0: talking about?" We. Sh- you listen to her; she's clearly still evil, a Nazi. And he's like, "Whoa, dude, you can't
1: just say that." Yeah, like, whoa, you can't be going around calling people Nazis, dude. Don't you think that's kind of bad? And it's like, you know what's bad? Like, you know what's worse than calling someone a Nazi? Being a uh, Nazi, be, still being a Nazi. But still you know,
0: very much being a Nazi.
1: It will not be mean. See, people have been pointing this out, and I don't know enough about politics to really get into it. But like, there's like some some neoliberal kind of vibes from. The New Republic in this season, which is just like, hey guys, we kind of got to be cool about it. Can't you all be cool? Can you not like not rock the boat? Like, hey, come on, don't call people Nazis. Do you do you think that's kind of mean? Yeah. <laughs> so again, I don't. I'm not going to pretend like I know 100 what a neoliberal is, but <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> I any of those words. I think that's kind of part of it. No so, words like, in the Bible. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> is that it's like, hey, come on, guys, don't you want to just keep the status quo and just be chill and not like, yeah, why don't we all just get along? Big deal. Why can't we all just get along, guys? Come on. Why can't we all get along? Why can't we see both sides? There's a bit of that going on. So people have been talking about this a lot of like, why does the New Republic suck so much? Um, Well, because it's on purpose.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to suck. The empire has to rise.
1: The, the First Order has to come back. So if they were an effective government, they wouldn't have allowed that. Yeah. And it's good. It's think it's an interesting commentary on like revolutions like this in general, right? Because the revolution succeeds. We win. Right? We did it. But now it's like, hey, why don't we just do the Republic again? And you never at any point address the problems that the Republic had that allowed the Empire to rise in the first place, right? And so by saying we just want to do the Republic again, you create conditions that allow another Empire to just arise again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you didn't fix everything. Because you just are like, well, why don't we just have it like it was before? <laughs> so, interesting stuff, Jack. But they don't give him any help, so uh, Captain Tyler's idea is to go to the boy Din and his Mandalorians because um, he served with R four in the in the war. I guess I guess R five well, was a war, fight, buddy. which I didn't appreciate before. I you know no I he's apologize. I, he's PTSD. <laughs> you know I, I apologize. I didn't know it was game. But, <laughs> with the but, game? I was not familiar with his game. You know we met a lot of fun of R five, but you know my man's seen some shit, so it's understandable, and I, and I apologize. <laughs> uh, but so the Mandalorians are like we should do it. And Dins like, all right, fellas, um, what's it called, Navarro? Pretty cool, all right. Those are my friends. Those are my buddies. They're kind of sweet. Um, listen, That's I know last that. time I asked you to help me fight them, but now I'm thinking you help me save them. Um, um, what mark? do we think? Sure. Yeah, he said we give me some land. We could go live there. How about? Wouldn't that be cool? I interest you all in? Yeah. What do you think? Okay. We have a bit of a group meeting about it. We have a bit of a chat. Talking then- hammer. Yeah, <laughs> I have the talking hammer, so it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> they get up there and uh then Paz Fizzle comes talking he's like so Din Djar wants us to go help them he wants us to do this and that and that and that and he wants us to put our necks on the line for these dweebs well I think we should <laughs> he said my son bit of a bit of a bait and was switch a good <laughs> it really was classic move kind of funny yeah, unintentionally right. I guess or a little intentionally <laughs> it's good to just, just be like he wants to do this and that and, that and this and this and that huh well, I agree, <laughs> and we're gonna help them. Yeah, let's get them. I love fighting. We're Mandalorians. Let's go kick some ass. I'm gonna kill something. And you're like, all right, Paz, I feel you. Are you spitting, um, Paz? You spitting? he's spitting? Spittin', and they're all. This is the way. You know, they. They. they this is the way. to a bit. So they're off. They're gonna do it. Bocatan's like, this ship is literally designed for carrying around Mandalorians, so that's what we're gonna do. And Din's like, I also have a ship.
0: But I'm not carrying anybody else though. It's my ship.
1: <laughs> There's no room. <laughs> And then they're off. They, they go fight the pirates, which is pretty sweet. It's just a big... We, we just have a big action scene, don't we? For the back half of oh, yeah. this episode, mostly. I which I can pirates, appreciate.
0: I liked it. I thought the pirates' main ship, while well, being startlingly
1: weak, cool design. I like the way it looked. Cool design. I like that it's got, like, cannons. I think we talked about this in the first episode, did we? Maybe. But they're cannons, and because they're, like, pirate cannons. Yeah, they're, like this big, like, oh, well, we got to point the cannon. Ba-boom, ba-boom. Like I don't know. I think that's fun. I I do like that these pirates are very pirate esque. Like you know, like a like old timey Pirates of the Caribbean style. Yeah, I think that one fun. guy was wearing a bandana. He was. They're wearing bandanas. They got peg legs. There's size patches. You get the gist. You yeah, know, it's fun. Again, it's like I, I know people were like, why do they look like this? Again, in in the the Clone Wars, when we see Hondo and his pirates, they're also very pirate-y Hondo so he has a sword. Hondo <laughs> he literally, literally just... has a compass. Like, why would he have that? because it's fun like come on uh, i do get what you mean about their ship being strong or not super strong but like also they're probably not used to fighting like you know real people like real pirates were right that's Back true in the day you just beat up like merchant ships so when two like effective warships show up and the pirates are just goobers they're not really good <laughs> either it kind of makes sense that they would get uh get beat up pretty good by din and the boys mm-hmm. so there's some cool stuff in this where the the Mandalorians. You know they take the fight to the ground and they're fighting the pirates um i thought there's some really cool stuff here with the mandalorians like um like moving tactically and like communicating with each other tactically <laughs> i thought yeah. that was super cool it reminded me a lot of halo like spartans right oh yeah yeah. and uh i just think it's neat it's not something we see a lot in star wars is like that actual kind of like real world influence of of people moving and and acting tactically because it's mostly just like i don't know star wars man we got laser guns right but okay
0: light swords and laser guns it's all fine
1: i appreciate when they can bring a little about it a little bit of that in like oh i'm on your left oh team two you with me like it's all again it's very like halo like they're all they're all talking like navy seals from a movie or something so that's Mm -hmm. cool yeah they do have there is a one scene where they get pinned down and i was like why are you pinned down you guys have jetpacks (laughs) <laughs> yeah how big could you be you can fly <laughs> you, can you can
0: literally change your like height advantage yeah.
1: you literally one of your big advantages is that you don't have to work only in two dimensions but
0: whatever low on fuel from the big dragon fight
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. maybe they maybe they didn't have enough when they flew out of the sky
1: yeah because they be. drop, but I mean, they drop out but
0: how much could they it's take one of those it's things
1: like, where it's It's one of those things where it's completely based off of like, you know, the needs of any given scene, whether or not fuel is or is not (laughs) a concern for Mandalorians. Mm -hmm. Um, The armor gets an next action scene, like from season one, where she's just bashing people with her hammer. Love those scenes. You feel like she should get a gun, though? Like, she'd be at least as good if she had a blaster. (laughs) No? I would have thought so, but maybe
0: it's like a, like a religion thing where it's like, if you're the armor, you can't wield a weapon or something. Maybe.
1: But also it's weird that she uses the same hammer that she uses for her, like, you know, her religious, her, uh, because, you know, when she makes armor, that's basically a religious fucking, what am I, what's where I'm going? I don't know. Clearly the, the, you know, the crafting of the armor and everything has significance for their whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So you could also be like using those same things to just beat up stormtroopers with feels a little weird, but whatever you got, you got to do. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, they, they beat all the pirates basically. It's fine. A lot of good stuff. Lots of good dog fighting with the ships. That uh the main pirate guy from the first episode runs away because he's a coward because well he's a pirate. Pirate King Gideon Sh- or something
0: shard. Gorian I think. Gorian shard. I thought he looked really cool. I liked look like he was like a puppet. Oh, yeah. He's
1: he got like, like a the, beard.
0: He's like a moss man. I thought that yeah. was neat I really like that.
1: Yeah he's like man thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's like man thing or swamp thing. Or swamp thing, whichever. Depending on which he's roommate you're talking to <laughs> um, I don't so, yeah. so, and then after they repel the pirates and they're cool, probably going to be a Lego starship.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely going to be a Lego. Oh yeah. Be a good one. Guess, too, well, we already know they're making the snub fighter. The little pirates um, starfighter oh, ships. And that's a Lego. That's already that's a real Jack. That's an official release. That's not even a leak. I'll tell you what. That's, that's not even uh, a leak. That's out there. Oh shit. You can, oh, can pre-order dude. that baby.
0: In two weeks. And that leak's going to come out. And they're going to build the pirate ship with their own little Orion <laughs> shard. Where she goes. Um, where she goes. Uh, but then obviously they free everybody and grief cargo's like mandalorians get all the lands west of the lava fields or whatever the fuck and they're like they get them and they get to live here and we love them and they're like yay mandalorians are great we love them oh hey Ooh, and then uh, and then Bo-Katan, i think pavisla pulled up on Bo-Katan, and is yeah. like yo the armor wants to chat at you a little bit hey, yo and, and she see goes it yeah, boss see you and then she goes down and the armor is looking at her old forge and is like good old forge Good old Forge never fails. She's like, There's a nice one on Mandalore that was very nice, but it's destroyed. But, you know, all serves the same purpose. And she's like, yeah, all right, I guess. What the fuck? What do you want from me, man? And she's like, why don't you take off your helmet there, big cat? Why don't you, why
1: don't why don't you, why don't you pop you... that helmet off for me? She's, she's like, like, what? 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 This why is very just... specifically one of your rules.
0: Yeah, you're, you were so clear. Din is so clear about this all the time with me. <laughs> he doesn't shut up about it.
1: And she's like, why don't you pop that helmet off for me? <laughs> why don't you go ahead and log off for me?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And she does, and she's like, "Yeah, good." So That's you walk, you walk two worlds. So you're the one who's gonna bring us all back together and get the dark saber. Generally, not in a little more words, a little more eloquently. Mm-hmm. eloquently. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I think, because I know we we had some reservations, for like, is the armor like the villain, or is she just like? Just I mean she like didn't she didn't like cheat din of his redemption, like she was very like fair. Yeah, yeah. But this one kind of puts me back on the side of she's scheming, she's oh, working yeah. okay. towards a and
1: go she comes out on top I like a I agree. that's exactly how, how I felt, Jang. I, I didn't know where you're going for a second there. I thought you were like, you know, we were questionable, but this seems like she's a pretty stand-up gal. <laughs> she's great. No. <laughs> no problem, no, no notes. <laughs> No, I I totally agree, and I feel like this was even less. It seems like every time we get her, they're a little bit more. I feel I oh, would be the word. Like it it feels like they're a little bit more, um, or I guess a little less subtle is what I'm trying to go for. Like there's even every time she has one of these scenes, I feel like it's more and more like uh, you know little hints of like uh, what is is there something a little sinister going on here? Just the general tone, the way she talks, um, I, you know, even just the idea that like katan has been here for like a few days basically <laughs> yeah, and yeah. she's so on board with everything and she's so like and the man or the armor is like well do you do you respect my rank or not and she's like you know do you respect my authority or what and she's like oh yeah yeah uh, yeah sure okay sorry going, man? I'm i'll do whatever it. you say and it's like that's weird why does bo katan have to do that i don't know like bo katan should be your own kind of person like and this is what we mean when i think did we talk about last week some point when it with the cult thing of like there's been some discourse um about whether or not it's strictly fair to call the the children of the watch a cult, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a real world term that has like genuine, you know, meaning and should be respected as such. And I get that. But whatever however you want to phrase it, I do think, you know, this is starting to suggest that there's something going on with the armor in particular, right? I think the idea is that like the, the group overall is cool, right? They're pretty chill, I feel like. But the armor in particular, like you said, maybe has their own kind of motives at play.
0: Yeah, she's playing stuff that even the other ones aren't really aware of.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what um, I'm saying.
0: Because when right after she like she she says it's the Bokatan mostly because of the Mythosaur. She's remember She's like, you saw a Mythosaur, like that's got to be something. And she's, I guess, it's hard to tell if she's actually stunned like by this and she's playing into, or she like, oh, now I have a chance. Like now, someone, I someone
1: trick it. Yeah, someone pointed out. I think it was um maybe Stars explained that she has those living waters, right? She's got a big bucket of them. How'd she get those? Right. Mm -hmm. For all we know, because again, we know she's been dishonest at points, right? Or at the very least wrong. I mean, however you want to look at it. So it's like, was she lying? Has she been to Mandalore? Does she know that it was safe and she was lying to them? Right. Yeah. Did she go there to get some living waters? Like, does she know about the mythosaur? You know, even because we kind of assumed, okay, the, the mythosaur is a symbol of din. It still might be. It's really unclear. I think my my theory at this point, my sort of endgame for this whole thing, is that they'll kind of co-rule. I feel like that makes yeah. some sense, that they'll work together, more so than it, it will be either one or the other. But there's a lot of people who now who are like, maybe this is Bo-Katan's thing. Is that like, she is actually going to be the leader, and that this is all building towards her story. And I, I definitely think there's a chance that that could happen, but I don't think it's going to happen like this. Like, you're right. I feel no. like the armorer is is the suspect character here in terms of this whole setup. Because again, seeing the way that she's so subservient to the armor already, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll do whatever you say, because I respect you. That means that if Bo Katan is successful with this, right? If she does mm-hmm. start to like bring others to their cause and stuff, they're not really following her at all. They're following the armorer, right? Yeah, yeah. Like she's like, like, like you said, she's like a puppet. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that basically. Don't like the vibes coming off of her. Very sus very uh, sus indeed Jack. she might be an imposter i'm just gonna say I, it might be she might have vented i might have seen event so what i'm saying is i think what it will probably come down to eventually is that the armor herself is kind of bad but like the whole group is all right and maybe they'll even continue to do the helmet stuff and whatever who knows but i do think at some point we have to have a reckoning with this character and why she acts the way she does mm-hmm. but yeah i think it's cool that bo katan's doing that Again, I don't think yeah. they're just going to completely abandon the idea that Din also has a destiny tied to this. I don't think that's where they're going, is to just be like, and yeah, the Darksaber's bows, and uh, all that's hers. Because he also has his journey to go through, where he needs to come to terms with that for himself, I feel.
0: He has to be able to wield it without it like yeah.
1: weighing him down. It'd be weird if we had that set up so much, and then the the you know conclusion of that is just, oh, and then he gives it away. Like, no, there's something there. He needs to learn that for himself. right? Bo-Katan, mm-hmm. we saw, doesn't struggle with that, right? She's got her own confidence or whatever. But Din doesn't. So I feel like for his own character, that's that's going to be something he's working with, right? Is that he yeah. also has to be a leader. That's why I think they're going to be leaders together, maybe. Co-leaders. They're going to co-parent the Mandalorians. and Because uh, you know, like, even just when they first meet, right? The armor knows who Bo-Katan is, right? And she's like, oh, you're Bo-Katan? Ooh. I feel like even then, maybe you can see the, the gears are turning, right? Mm-hmm. To be like, I could use you.
0: And she's like, well, her, her helmet's still on, so I can, if ever, if I can kind of trick her to getting on board here.
1: Mm-hmm. And like, and again, w- whatever. Without using the c word, there is something to the idea that when Bo-Katan joins them, she's very, very vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's at the most vulnerable she probably has ever been. We've seen her, know she's at, she's at the end of a long stream of failures and all this, right? And her home has been destroyed. Like she's at her maybe lowest ever, right? We've seen her fail a lot, but now. Again, her house is literally destroyed. She doesn't even have anywhere. She's got no one. Everyone's abandoned her. And now her home itself has been destroyed. So for them to be like, hey, you're going to join us, right? Of course she is. She's got nowhere else to go. Whether she right. really wants to or agree or not, obviously this is what she's going to do. So, you know, I think there's some good stuff coming out of this. I think that like her relationship with the, the clan here is good in some ways. Like we talked about in episode two, right? When um the way she sees Din... And like that, he still has this faith and this, and this whatever commitment to something greater than himself. I think that's important for her as a character to be like, oh right. shit, there's still like, I can still be, believe in something, right? Cause she's all kind of cynical at this point. So I think that's good. But again, I don't think, I just don't think the the end game of this is going to be that she fully commits to their way of thinking on everything. That just doesn't yeah, feel like it. So what so you're going to say somewhere?
0: I was gonna um, just kind of wrap it up. Go right after she like oh, yeah. book a ten, comes out with uh, her helmet off with the armor, and Pevis is like, "Oh, real like, quick,
1: what the fuck? oh, yep, yeah." Well, Pat gives it. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Pevis is like, "What the fuck is going on here? What, what, what the hell? Armor? We just we, that's the whole rule. We he broke the one rule we had. That's the one thing we do. The what one. the shit? The the biggest one. When one you tell us all the time, she's like, "No, no, it's chill. She's gonna be our little liaison. She, we, we to get the other Mandalorians on our side back into our." Not to the sea. We're so that's interesting. What were you gonna say?
1: Yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? Is that she's not just like we'll come together. She's like we're gonna bring them around to our way of things.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're gonna they're gonna see,
1: and I feel like that's not cool either, right? She's not just saying like we should all bring the mandalorians together because we should be together. She should be like she's like you know we need to get them so that we can convince them of the right way of doing things. And I feel like that's a little suspect too. Yeah, it's our way of the highway. That's not that's not cool. <laughs> like. It'd be cool if the Mailerans just lived together and we were all just like, cool. And it's like, oh, we do things our way, you do things your way. But she's like, nah, they all need to see the way. They're not walking the path, right? We need to fix them. And that feels kind of, yeah, a little bit suspect as well. A little bit um, organization-y. Yeah, exactly. Organization-y. There's some kind of religious group of some kind, maybe slightly fringe-like. I don't know. I don't want to put a word to it, but...
0: No, if there even is such a word.
1: If, if such a word exists, but... um. Some, a detail here I liked is that when she walks out with her helmet off, Din gives her a nod, he's like, oh, sick, cool. Um, Which is interesting because yeah. if you compare that to the first time they meet, when she takes her helmet off, he's like, hey, y'all, who are you? You're not meant What you see? that armor What <laughs> the fuck? Where'd you get that? I'm like, I'll, I'll shoot you. I'll kill you right now. <laughs> so for that, that you know, growth for him, too, to be like, hey, that's cool. You're taking your helmet off. Sweet. You do you, man. Like, you, you got your way of doing things, and that's all right. At least that's how I took it. I mean, maybe I'm putting a lot he does give her a nod, which is nice. Yeah, that's at and least she's something. like, "All right, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna bring some guys around. I think so. I guess Probably we'll do get that, the right? that." Lost her, yeah. Yeah, those guys. Her. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. We see Cosca Reeves and um Axe Wolves again. You think? Probably. Yeah, I, I don't you. know who those people are, but sure. The two, the two people she has in season two with her. Oh, is that what their names are? I didn't know yeah, their names. Koska Reeves is the is the woman, and Axe Wolves Wolves Axe Wolves is the uh, guy. And then Cosca Reeves shows up in the finale again. Um,
0: but X Wolves does not.
1: I don't know. I don't know where he was. They didn't bring him around. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a shame. So probably them, probably some other ones. Maybe this will we'll we get Sabine? We think we think we we'll get Sabine. Jack, I'm I'm inclined to think we will. I, I mean,
0: we got that other Rebels guy, which I did not expect. So I would I assume well, we that's the been, thing, like, right? Based on what you were telling me, I was like, well, she's the Mandalorian lady. She's the Mandalorian, oh. right?
1: If I had yeah. to put money on which Rebels character was going to show up in the the television series entitled. The Mandalorian. Well, it's going to be the Mandalorian, isn't it? Yeah, I would. I would hope. Seems like a safe bet. But what do I know? We've yeah. got Ahsoka. We've got Zeb. We're ticking him off, so we'll get Ezra first. Be... <laughs> yeah, it'd be funny. <laughs> just we'll completely come back blow back. that open. Just like, yeah, no, he's, he's here. Oh, that's okay. Entirely resolved, but, is it? Oh, yeah. With and and Thron,
0: but Thron, and Thron's back too. We're all back. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, so I guess that's the that's the real end thing, right? So Carson Teva, he's not content to just let things lie, right? which is what we've seen him, all his appearances, right? He's not, he's not, you know, buying the official line of things, right? Yeah. They all tell him, oh, don't worry about it, but he's like, I'm gonna worry about it, actually. Which is good. He's great. He's like, he's like that guy in the force, right? Like, yeah. just let it go, Teva. He's like, I can't. I need to find the truth. So, he's like, I'm gonna go scope this out. So, he, he's he's like, I hear rumors that Moff Gideon escaped, which is something we've heard a couple times now. We heard it this season, we yeah. heard it in the Book of Boa Fett, that like, maybe he didn't even make it. Or no, whatever. We heard, it, I think in the book of Boavat, they're like, Oh, he's probably just getting tried. And then now we're like, maybe he didn't even make it. Where'd he go?
0: Yeah. So we're following up
1: gone? on that. So he's like, Oh, it's all all these records are redacted, they're hidden. But he, he he scopes it out anyways and he finds a ship. And he's like, This is a this is a rumor to be a lost ship. And he's like, Oh, it matches the flight logs of Gideon's transport. And he finds it and it's all dilapidated and just floating in space, isn't it? And he gets he scopes oh, wait, out. He's got a little he's got a little probe off his astromech, which is cool. I didn't know that thing flew away. Apparently, we see that little very antenna cool. often, but I didn't know it just popped out and just zipped around. So, very useful. It seems quite useful. So He gets it in there. He's like, "I've got my drone footage," and he's like, "Oh, they're all gone." But there's some dead, um, you know, Republic guys in there, and no sign of Moff Gideon. So he's been busted out clearly. Somebody but what scared. is there? What is in there, Jack? What secret best, best hint car. has been left behind? A little, a little scrap of Beskar, and who who has Beskar? The Mandalorians. Mandalorians. So he's I like set that up a little bit. the Mandalorians got him. Did the Mandalorians get him? This is a fun twist, huh?
0: Yeah, I didn't I really didn't expect that. I'm glad it wasn't just like, and it's the Empire coming back.
1: Do we talk then, like, about Thrawn on here?
0: We've mentioned Thrawn vaguely, once or twice, but not so there's like been some
1: there's been a lot of talk where after his mention in the Mandalorian season two, everyone was like, I guess Thrawn's the big bad, right? Yeah, um, but there's been a lot of talk lately again, where like, maybe we're, maybe that's not actually what we're, we're building towards. Right. People are kind of walking back that, uh, that line of thinking because it's like, mm-hmm. does that really mean anything? Like we're three seasons deep. We haven't seen him yet. Can you just introduce him and be like, he's the big bad, by the way, does is that anything old, right? Or does yeah. it make more sense for him to be like, he's relevant to the Ahsoka show for whatever reasons that we'll get to, right. but it kind of makes sense where maybe the bad guy still is just going to be. Gideon right and obviously the idea yeah. is that Gideon could be a pawn of Thrawn's anyways or whatever but you know even the stuff this season right that um I'm not gonna be able, be able to remember her name but his his officer lady who's been causing all this trouble on Coruscant right I mean you know she, she was she was on mid on, on Gideon's team right like we've never seen her interact with Thrawn obviously so it all makes mm-hmm. sense that these are all machinations of himself I think and that maybe it's like yeah you know Gideon is an, is an, is an original character to this thing right so like, it would, it would kind of make more sense for him to be the main guy and not just use, you know, ah, here's a guy from the books in another show. Isn't, isn't this what you'd like? So yeah, somebody, yeah. a guy nobody really knows about. It wouldn't surprise me, you know, either way, I guess if, if that's the way they end up doing it, but it would be, it really would be kind of a bigger stretch than some of the other stuff we've got in terms of connectivity. You know, it's a bigger ask than just being like, Hey, here's Ahsoka. Do you know who that is? Don't worry about it. She's a Jedi. You get it. Right. Or here's mm. bo She's a Mandalorian. You get it. Whereas being like, you know, hey, here's Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's the main villain. Do you get it? And it's like, oh, wait, really? That's kind of a bigger, I think like it's a bigger, bigger ask,
0: maybe. A bigger shakeup than what people are really yeah. used to.
1: So maybe it really will just be Gideon and Thrawn will also, he'll play a different sort of role other than just, I'm the main villain. But then again, like the way we're introduced to him, right? Or the idea of him is that that lady from the Mandalorian season two is working for him, right? Doing nefarious things potentially. So I don't know. It's not clear, but there's been a little bit more of like, oh, maybe not. Maybe maybe they're going a different direction with it. So be interesting to see, Jack. I assume we'll get more answers with the remainder of this season and of course with Ahsoka. Uh yeah, we'll definitely. We'll see what we'll see what we can see. But I do I am glad that Gideon's still around and we're still gonna make use of him. Because I, I there was a some part of me that thought maybe we would just kind of be done with him after season two, but I'm glad he's still around. I mean, everyone loves Juan Carlos Bosito, right? He's a lot of fun. Oh yeah,
0: sure. he's he, he he's got his typecast as like a dangerous villain as the villain of it all good yeah, for him Yeah. so it's good um what so what do we think about the best here um it's interesting i think it's it's probably the ones that we're probably gonna meet them like book of gonna be the ones who are like um what is it the one book of 10 lost like all the people who used to be on our team they're like you guys are kind of suck Bo-Katan. we're out of here uh, i
1: don't know if they have a name maybe the night owls that's yeah, kind that of her great. team her group yeah. but also not strictly so but yeah the people she had you think maybe the people she had last time around mm-hmm. that yeah. could be i i mean my first thought is just that it's a misdirect like it's something they intentionally left to throw them off the trail oh to blame them but, but you're inclined to think it really is mandalorians involved
0: yeah i mean they, they kind of set you up at the like a recap part when they show like peva has been like we gotta he did horrible things to our people we gotta like get them
1: Mm-hmm, exactly.
0: So it's part of the misdirect being like, ooh, Pat Vizsla doesn't like him.
1: Ooh. Well, so you yeah. think maybe they got him to do bad stuff? Like, not to be, not working with him, but they've got him and they're going to do whatever?
0: Yeah, they're going to like torture him or something. Like, because like what he yeah. Did.
1: yeah. Okay, that ma- that makes sense too. That could be, yeah, there's a lot of angles to it. Some people have theorized that maybe, so in, in Star Wars Rebels, we see Mandalorians who are allied with the Empire. Um, Mandalorian mm-hmm. Super Commandos are called. So that could be too, is that like, there is still Mandalorians out there who are loyal to the Empire, perhaps, and they got him out. Um, similarly, though, the uh, the Dark Troopers use Mandal- or best Beskar, right? Maybe, right? Some element. So, like, if they got him out, that could be it.
0: Right, and they wouldn't, and they could just fly through space
1: without having to breathe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which would be make them very effective for that. Just, you know, just flying over and busting him out. Uh, but yeah, it could be any number of things. I mean. Some people, I saw someone theorize that like, oh, it's probably going to be Bo-Katan. It's probably going to be a twist that she was evil all along like we knew she was. And I'm like, I really don't see that happening. No, I that's... do not see it being a twist. It's like Bo-Katan got him out and they're on the same team all along because, you know, when we first meet her in this show, it's because she's trying to get him because <laughs> she wants the saber from him. So, yeah, I find it hard to believe that anyone other than like some full-on evil Mandalorians who are, yeah, again, just like Imperial aligned to begin with would have helped him out. Mm-hmm. So, Again, my, my first thought was that it's like a misdirect, so that now the newer public will be like, oh, "The Mandalorians are bad. Let's get them." Mm-hmm. But who knows? I guess it could, could go either kind of way with that. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. We got uh, three episodes left there, Jack. We're kind of in the home stretch. We're,
0: yeah, we are. I, I never. I always think there's gonna be more, but I'm like, yeah, the end here.
1: We're getting towards the end. What do you think? Um,
0: hmm, what do I think?
1: We've kind I of complained, right?
0: We've done a lot of complaining, and we love doing that. I won't say like, we don't.
1: We're certainly not alone in the thought that, like, is this season weird?
0: <laughs> is it, I think it's weird. I
1: think it's undeniably it strange. Right. I agree. I, I'm not going to sway from that. Um, but, I mean, we're getting somewhere. This definitely seems to cement more of our, our direction, right? Which is, like, it's about the Mandalorians getting back together, which we kind of thought. It's just, I guess they took a roundabout way to get there, huh? Yeah. they They could have definitely been smoother with it. I feel like there's just some weird pacing and stuff. And it's just like, we are at episode five and now we're just now getting to something where I feel like, Oh, this will be the central crux of it all. Right. Mm-hmm. Reassembling the Mandalorians. And we also have the stuff with the villain like, it's great. It's like, okay, so this is what the heroes are up to. We also have this villain on the horizon to worry about. That's all something. But again, it's we're episode five. We're kind of deep into, to get some answers here in terms of that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, it's again, we've like enjoyed it. Mostly, right? I yeah. Don't, it's like I dislike these episodes, but it's just like the seems kind of aimless sometimes. The whole, yeah, the whole of it all is is a little weird. So I don't know. Again, we got three more for them to stick the landing, maybe. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see, Jack. That's just it. Do we think we're gonna get Moff in this season? I like to think so. I would. I would think. I would hope maybe, maybe at the end a bit. a bit of a sting, but I hope he has some sizable thing. I mean, he was at the premiere, so what does that tell you?
0: That is associated with the the franchise as a whole.
1: Yeah, definitely that. So <laughs> At least that. They can't take that away from him. Maybe nothing more, or maybe some more. Who's to say? I certainly couldn't. Uh,
0: so we could probably architect out of that. You got anything else? I
1: think so. No, I think that's about it for okay. the Mandalorian.
0: Chapter 21. Perfect. Uh, I, I had two science corners planned, but I think I can save one until next week. We don't got to double up. Excellent. No. Why not? We'll do one. Uh, So this one today is about the James Webb Telescope making some pretty um, uh, earth earth shattering discoveries for the um, astronomy community. Yeah. So uh, the James Webb Telescope, for those who aren't aware, is a massively large telescope. um, That let's see, yeah, just a a large telescope. They sent into space very recently, within the last six months or so, Mm, I believe, within the last year. Uh, I think they released the religion pictures of it. These all these crazy pictures that have been coming out. Um, but the big thing is that they've found these galaxies way out in the distant reaches of space, which for those who aren't aware, the farther you look into space, the further back in time you're actually looking because of light years and stuff and relativity and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they found these six, I'm quoting the article from CNN here, six massive galaxies that are estimated between 500 million and 700 million years uh, that were created five, about half a billion years after the Big Bang, so like about three point six billion years ago, because the universe is like three point seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is strange, because they didn't, because based on our understanding of galaxies, they cannot get that big that quickly. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, there are a quote from uh, co-author Joel Leja uh, assistant professor of astronomy and astrophysics at Penn State, said, these objects are way more massive than anyone expected. We expected only to find tiny, young baby galaxies at this point in time. But we've discovered galaxies as mature as our own and what we, previously, what we previously understood to be the dawn of the universe. So it uses infrared light um, to look back in time to see these ancient stars. Uh, so yeah, because they're so big, they're like, they're only calling them universe breakers because they're breaking our understanding of how the universe what the big bang is maybe when it happened is universe Man. older than we think do the galaxies form differently
1: um there were some is it younger is it younger than we think jack have we considered that possibility
0: I, I, I don't i think they're writing that one off uh what if it's
1: only say. five thousand years old jack like they told us all along what if that's the big reveal of this they're just painted on three years from now they're like actually they were right all along <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> damn. damn i'd really get you huh that'd really make me think you they stupid to- science boys What'd you have to say to that? I'd weep.
0: <laughs> so, but no, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, they, I've heard from some, I don't remember his name. There's some uh, relatively famous um, astrophysicist who went on like a talk, not Neil deGrasse Tyson, but someone else. Um, was like, yeah, we, we might have to like rewrite like the book, like the textbooks on this shit. Like this is like shaking everything we understand. Um, Damn. But yeah, like it's just kind of just some crazy stuff, like changing the way we understand the universe. That is crazy. Yeah, so like a big year for scientific discovery. We talked about like, last year on the show, twenty twenty two, about the nuclear fusion, how we figured out how to make more energy than we put in. This stuff with the galaxies. So we're kind of like, in some ways, getting into some big scientific discoveries. Um,
1: yeah, it's cool. So yeah,
0: yeah, very interesting. How do you feel about yeah. space?
1: Yeah, we're I don't don't uh, space it's just gonna we say. Life. Everything that we've done so far, I feel like in, in your science corner has been pretty earth centric. Yeah, biology related. Yeah, mostly. They, yeah, same. Mostly animals and the like. That's cool.
0: Yeah,
1: space is so interesting because it it breaks your brain. All, like, yeah. Relative- well, that's what they say, right? Like, it's not even yeah. just like an expression. They they say that the way our brains work, I guess, you know, <clears throat> the fact that our brains are on some level intrinsically tied to our biology, right, and the way that we interact with the world. Like we can't properly conceive of the the enormity involved when you're talking about space travel, right? Yeah. It's the same reason you can't, enjoy, or just space, uh, not necessarily travel, I guess. But it's the same reason that like they say you we can't even understand how much a billion is. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to a human brain, you know? Yeah. Like it's like a one. You think
0: of a million, but it's like oh, it's like a it's like a million million. Like it's so mm-hmm. big. What do they say? Like if you count a million seconds, that's like a few hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. Days. But But if you count a billion seconds, it's 93 years. That doesn't even
1: make sense.
0: Right? It's like the chasm of what it's not like, oh, you spend eight hours a day counting. It's like, no, you spend every if you spend every second of every day for 93 years Mm -hmm. counting, you would then reach a billion. Yeah, that's good. good. and People have that much money.
1: People have hundreds of that much money. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's the same kind of thing as like when you talk about, yeah, the money people have. It's like, oh, billionaires, millionaires, they're all kind of nebulously rich. But it's like, No billionaires are on another level yeah they
0: can't you can't spend that amount of money in your
1: lifetime if you tried but again yeah it's that same kind of thing of like how far is the fucking moon Two hundred thousand miles or something who cares does it matter <laughs> like yeah it's so the sun is a billion or something who knows what the fuck does any of it mean Ninety-three million,
0: million miles 98 million miles yeah how far is jupiter
1: warm? where's pluto okay. there's other galaxies where's where's you know andromeda does any of it mean anything <laughs> The two, two
0: galaxies are colliding. What he death? What? what red shit? What are you talking about? Is How fast
1: up? are we moving?
0: All what? the time in both, like in one spot and around another point, really? because we're all moving at that speed. It's
1: fine. We're like we're rotating and revolving, but also the whole universe itself is always moving. Also, Ugh, man. oh man, I just—I mean—I feel like I'm mostly stationary at the moment. I don't know about you, but.
0: Yeah, it's like and the gravity, like gravity is weight and relative, like it's all and it's like just, just a theory, you know, yeah,
1: just a theory of gravity. Yeah, well, that's, the,
0: well, that's the Yeah,
1: <laughs> I had someone tell me that once, not, not too long ago, really. They were like, you know, gravity's never been proven. It's just a theory. You never know. And it's like, huh? <laughs> Pardon? What was it? Pardon? You're standing next to me, right? I think we're experiencing it at the moment. So I'm inclined <laughs> to believe the, you know, the big the big wigs on that one. <laughs>
0: i'll leave it to the I'll, I'll appeal to my authority here and let neil degrasse Tyson tell me what's what
1: yeah it's cool the uh that space telescope's awesome oh, yeah. it's that like the james good. or the um it's the it's like hubble right but like way better yeah.
0: like <laughs> and we've been better.
1: hubble's been doing good i mean props to hubble it's been up there like way longer than it was supposed to be and everything right you know yeah churning out pictures so M- much love to my to my boy hubble but uh I no yeah the boy hubble really doing the work this new one's really really showing itself up
0: oh yeah so, it's just, it makes you feel very small.
1: <laughs> That's the thing of it, isn't it, right? It's like the Dark Tower thing, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Infinite worlds on a pencil or something. Yeah, yeah, a fish, yeah. The fish, the oceans, the universe, but if you pull them out into the universe where the air is poison and there's a bunch of apes grabbing at them. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like that. The tip of the like pencil that. or whatever is an atom or something. I don't even remember how he goes, but you get it. Some nonsense even can be Scale. Nonsense. Size. The insignificance of man. Size defeats us, gunslinger. That's it. That's just it. That's just it. Good stuff, man. That's cool. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know if there's anything to that, right? That's the thing about sometimes about astronomy and and stuff. Is just like, oh, this is interesting stuff, but it, there's relatively little that we can practically apply it to. Yeah, but
0: you know it's good. The universe is just like a thing that we understand. It's just more understanding.
1: Exactly. Well, and especially if we get real, like you know, abstract with it, it's like. That only means anything to us. What even is time? That's but, only a thing we came up with, isn't it? Yeah. What are years? You know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, so I, it's I
0: know. A, we know what years are, but, <laughs> but only as far as we, uh, as we make, agree on them.
1: Yeah. It's all just our interpretation of it all. Well, cause that's the thing that's so fascinating about it. Right. Is like a lot of science or, or really all science. I was like, it's all there. It already exists. We're not really learning. Well, I mean, we are, but we're not discovering anything. We're just understanding things that we didn't previously understand. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's science, I guess. God bless science. God bless That's right.
0: If only we were a little bit smarter, we could actually talk about it instead of being like, oh, that's neat. But,
1: <laughs> you know, know, that's all right, though. Come that's
0: on. all right. That's something. Hey, we're telling you, the listeners at it's home. It's just
1: a science corner, man. It's Do just a want- corner. If you want to really learn, should go ask Neil deGrasse Tyson or whatever. I'm sure he'll yeah, be a real a book, real nice guy about it, too. He's not...
0: Yeah, go to his science room. We're only in the corner of the room, all right? That's right. We're
1: just in the corner. We have one corner and it's for science. The rest is, you know, all this nonsense. But, uh,
0: <laughs> well, the rest of the shit we've done for the last however long we've done it.
1: So, you know, a little bit of science, huh? a little bit of stimulation for the brain on the way out. The cat out. can
0: have a little bit of science as a treat. I know.
1: It was a treat. Yeah, i
0: won't hurt him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think we're done for that. You, you I,
1: yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> <All> right,
0: perfect. <laughs> then we'll account attack out of that and then right about here. Like after the the next week we will have a science corner. Usually I'm not sure, but I, I had two this week, but I think we can do one a week. That's probably good. Uh, next week will be, I think almost as interesting, or maybe even more interesting. Um depending on what how you think about wow. it. A little teaser. Oh, what a little teaser for the fans. Um, yeah, a little teaser. We don't often do teasers, but and I say often I mean it's just fucking whenever we remember to do it. Um but anyway. It comes down to if we know or not. If we
1: know, like, hi. Huh, what if, are we talking about next week? Do we know in advance or not? Dealer's choice, Sometimes, really. You know?
0: <laughs> and it's the fun of the, it's the thrill of the hunt. That's right. Uh, but thanks for listening, of course. You can always find us wherever you find your podcast every single week, like you have every week before. I'm um, I mean, tips. If, <laughs> if you're here, if you're here, your family.
1: You found it. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you'd like to talk to us directly in some fashion, uh, you can find us. On Twitter at architect Jazz, that's architect J-A-Z. On Gmail at gmail.com. Email us uh, comments, questions, concerns, um, suggestions on things you want, want us to talk about. We'll always tell you sometimes we really struggle. <laughs> um uh, you guys on Instagram at The Akitech Podcast, our logo is from my Jeffrey Gonzalez, as it is every week. You can find him at Inkocean.jpg on Instagram for his art or on Redbubble to buy his art on merch. Uh, our intro was done by celery salt you can find him on spotify and excuse me soundcloud with his uh, albums and singles uh, more to come throughout the time he's he's you know constantly making stuff and as always we wrote it we produced it we built all the sets Say good night to the people zach good night good night and godspeed